0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and in, being active on this YouTube channel. I've
1: got
0: money. Man, this is going to be a great show. We're not going to waste a lot of time. I don't have a lot of moon stars, quasars, charts, and all of these stuff, statistics, statistics. We don't have all of that stuff. This is going to be somewhat of a fun show. I'm going to go ahead and put up my disclaimer right now. new. No, 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 no world order all right appreciate y'all this is for the last uh, all right so man we got to put uh, the disclaimer up right now we're not gonna mess around here uh viewer discretion is advised you are choosing to watch this content you were warned if you're a little bit of Scornimish, if you're a fake book karen if you're one of these fake book karens that come in here well what are you talking about and this is a party pooper karen if you're a Ku Klux keisha in the building i would advise that you could possibly not watch this content this content is not to me demeaning towards any women of any particular race i don't have any favorites in this race mm. all right <laughs> although the junior college was of the lingling Ling persuasion this afternoon so i'm a little bit partial i'm going to lean towards the you know i'm going to lean towards lingling Ling today uh, just so you know, uh, you didn't need to know that information, but I'm going to just tell you this will be coach's future. You know what I mean? He's going to die alone and um, no one's going to be around him. And what's going to happen is this is going to be my nurse and um, she's going to take care of me. And I'm going to be able to get a little bit of touch touch. I'm going to say, let me get a little squeeze. Let me squeeze the Charmin. You know, an old man still has his needs and she's going to take care of her brother. She's also going to poison me with her applesauce. Potentially sign over power of attorney to her hands, transfer all my money over to her bank account. And then I'm going to be like this here, you know, and then then you know how it ends. And she's going to be crying all my casket. Oh, coachy, don't leave me now. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, man, viewer discretion is advised. We're gonna have fun here, and shout out to the ladies, you know, the the Latina chicks. You know, you, we not gonna leave y'all out. You know, y'all gonna be over here talking about Mariana, marina, bariqua, marina. I know y'all. I know how y'all gonna do, man. Listen, we are not gonna leave everybody out. You know, if we have time, we will discuss the Middle East as well. And not listen, coach has been around the world, and now yeah yeah, I can't find my baby. You guys know me. I've been around the world, man. I've been all the way to Eastern Europe. I've been to Fiji. I've been to uh, the North America, South America. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Vancouver. I've been to Canada. All right. I've been to, I haven't been to Africa, Um, but I've been around the world. And now, yeah, yeah, even in Southern California, you know what I mean? Everybody's there. You got your pick. Now, if you're a brother that lives in Philadelphia, I'm just going to let you know, Philadelphia, St. Louis, Milwaukee, Gary gary indiana tupelo mississippi uh where else columbus ohio i understand listen i've been i've lived in i lived in every region of this country so i understand there's countries or there's part of this country where you can openly interracial date and get a good vibe um about what women are going to do what and then you understand there's some places where in the united states you cannot openly interracial date like it's weird you like you live in a black community you know what i'm saying but you can't bring in anyone else if you do bring in, let's say if you're black and you're in Philadelphia and you bring in a white woman, odds are she's like a Tina Marie type black woman. You know what I mean? She's be like square, 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 square bees. She like a Rick James, you know, tattoo on her piece sleeve and her titty type white chick. You know what I mean? So you're not getting the authentic experience. You know what I mean? You're getting like an Iggy Azalea type white woman. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you're not getting a... <laughs> She's seeing like a soul sister. You'd be like, ah, and then she got braids. You know what I mean? She puts her hair in braids. She, like, you're not really getting, you know what I mean? You're getting a mud shark. So you're not really getting, and you know what I mean? Like you're getting one that actually is kind of like, you know, <laughs> the sisters like respect her. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, she kind of one of us. So you're really not getting the authentic experience. You know, I like them snow bunnies. You know, they, you're not getting, if you're dating snow bunnies, you're not getting the experience. So you're not really get, you know what I mean? You can't do, you can't just go around like that. So you don't really know, you know, if you've been made dating mug sharks, it just really doesn't give you the experience that you need. You know what I mean? She twists your read up just nice and right. You know what I mean? She got her name tattooed on your own or titty. It's kind of like the, you know, you're not getting the Kaylee experience, but you know, you can put your information in here, but if you haven't really interracially dated, you know, you really don't know. And with this being said, I must say, we're only talking about American women. And it just, this is just an opportunity for us. This is not to demean anyone. I know the sisters are going to be irate. They're going to be beside themse- themselves today. I love that. <laughs> I love that phrase. She's beside himself or he's beside himself. Like What does that mean? Like he jumped out of his skin and he's beside himself. I don't know what happened to my air conditioning. Can we discuss that? I turn it on. But I'm going to be melting. My milk, the chocolatey skin, I'm already melting. I'm going to have to take a break to turn on my air conditioning. I mean, it's not even, nothing's happening here. This is, and it's 111 degrees in Las Vegas. I can ill afford to be out here melting. And ladies, I'm melting your mouth, not in your hand. So this isn't to put down anyone. And this isn't to uplift or pedestalize anyone. We did op- have an opportunity to put up a poll in the previous stream because we said, we're going to talk about this today. You know what I mean? We're going to talk about this today. Um, So it is what it is. Uh, Yeah, you're like the girl that's on Save the Last Dance type white girl. You know, I just. (laughs) Where are we at here? Um, We do have a poll up, sisters. You kind of in the you're not in the lead right now. You're pulling up lame. You're pulling up lame. We're going to need to uh, maybe we'll sing a song. Perhaps Pro Black's not here. You know, they always they always late. They ain't never on time. So by the time they enter the show, they might be, be pulling up from the rear. But right now, y'all struggling. And uh, this is in my opinion, this is the voice of the people here. I'm the people's champion, but this is the voice of the people. Uh, so uh we will give you a little bit of context, a, a few stereotypes, talk about culture, and then we'll come up with the final agreement. <laughs> uh maybe we're gonna have to, yeah, Julia Styles type white girl, anyway. Oh, by the way, yes, viewer discretion is advised you're choosing to watch this content. Please, if you're a little bit, do not bring in the, you know, the red herring. You know what I mean? Don't bring in the exception to the rule and all of these things. I understand that. But uh, you're choosing to watch this content. If you can't handle this particular show and have fun and relax, please, please leave. But with that being said, I also, this show does not promote hate or harm of anyone based on any gender, relationship status, race or class. This show is goal oriented and our goal is to promote healthy choices specifically for men and lifestyle finances in all areas of life and it is what it is all right so uh let's go ahead and take that down you were warned but of course you're going to come in the middle of the show all right so uh to let your voice be heard sisters why don't y'all throw me you know the 10 toes up gang in the building 10 toes up donate ladies ladies uh, stand up for yourself Somebody says, what about Arab? Is that not something that we would say? We will say Middle Eastern. And I'll get to the Middle Eastern women too. I will do it here. I will do it. I'll I'll, I'll talk about Middle Eastern women because I do have definitely experience there too. I'll be in Southern California. See, Southern California, some of these places that, that are really diverse, you get some great opportunities to meet other people from other cultures and respect their cultures. You get to see how culture plays a role in our society because a lot of times people get mad about stereotypes but they will also use stereotypes to their advantage so i will call them hypocrites you know brothers are afraid of stereotypes but as soon as you say oh man you know i'm packing shun you know i got all of this man you know what i'm saying yeah you ready to uh go ahead and use that you ready to attack people like crazy you know what i'm saying yo you better be scared of me because you know i could be a gangbanger up in here and then when they kind of start molly whopping you you're talking about call lamb-lambs. You know, we can't have it both ways with the stereotype thing. <laughs> we got the same thing with the, you know, sisters and Latinas and stereotypes plays a role. You got to go ahead and take that L. When you look at white people, you just assume they can't dance. Oh, I can't dance. And you know what I mean? You look at white girls, they supposed to have flat booties. Oh, let's talk about that. All right. Y'all talking about that. They ain't got no booties, no acetyl disease. And y'all be laughing at them. Ha ha and then kiki and then sniggling, sniggling. White women think they got back sniggle. All right, enough of that sniggling They could come in, you know they they have the they have the perfect butts. This woman has the most perfect behind in America.
1: I feel very flattered that anyone would say that I have a perfect butt.
0: Gene designers say Natasha Wagner's bottom is not too big, it's not too small, it's just perfect. Natasha's curves are in all the right places. The 34 year old from Los Angeles is a size six, has a 28 inch waist, and stands five feet eight inches tall. Mile long legs. Mile long legs. Mile long legs. (laughs) All right. So, anyway, you know what I mean? They want to get, we'll talk about that. Anyway, to let your voice be heard, dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App. Participate in today's show. Well, we might not have a big crowd today, but who knows? Uh, What are we doing here? Uh, who, who's on live right now? Fresh and fit is on live. All right. Let me go over today's show. I'm gonna call in today's show live on my show. You want me to do that and tell them, man, what are you doing over there? Over here. uh, what are we doing? Oh, PayPal. Dot me. Dot me backslash coach Greg Adams. All right. To let your voice be heard, um, on this show, particular topic, you let your voice be. And, and please, please do not disrespect the ladies for no particular reason. You know, if you have a preference, say a preference, no need to put them down. You know, they're going to be hypersensitive about this particular subject matter. So you got to be careful. What are we doing here? Uh, What do we mean? KT King says, uh, let's do some contributions right here. KT King says, uh, good morning. Good evening, CGA and the coach gang. Now that the C-19 has disappeared, I highly humbly suggest that all men go to your local family court in your free time and watch and listen to all the women there. And you'll see, regardless of ethnicity, all women are the same. Hit them with the prices. Wrong. (laughs) Okay, yes, that is a point and point to make. We always talk about female nature as universal. Sometimes people say, Oh, I choose to do this date, race of women, or that race of women, or I choose to go to the passport and go over here. Uh, men are looking for better options. Um, and uh always uh I associate the better options with economics and culture. All right, economics and culture plays a place. Unfortunately, in our country, um, when we talk about American women, they do have the ability to support themselves to some extent. And uh if you trample upon those freedoms and rights, they're gonna they're gonna buck. Uh SAU says, good afternoon, coach. Nasty boy south of the border reporting for duty. He says, and that's you. Hey, where's it at?
1: And that's you.
0: There it is, right there. There it is. Uh, where we got? Uh uh oh, Maryland guy. What do you have to say? He says, Maryland guy here back when I thought I got peace leave for free. I bought my ex the diamond bracelet and took her to a dinner for our anniversary. Later that night, she jumped my bones. It is basically prostitution. Thank you, Coach, for opening my eyes. All right, so, oh, man, uh, it's weird that uh, the dynamic, people don't never associate that. And uh, they will say, well, you did these things out of the kindness of your heart. That was not an exchange of resources. You literally gave her a gift, took her out to dinner, came home, and she said.
1: And that's you. She said,
0: I'll reward you for these purchases, these gifts, and this free entertainment, (laughs) right? And you said,
1: I got money.
0: And then guys running around here, I did it the right way. Hmm. Don't listen to CGA. He's on the dark side. Let me change it up. Him on the dark side. Don't listen to him. Him promoting you going out there and tricking. Meanwhile, y'all out there buying drinks, entertaining, dancing, buying gifts, bracelets, tennis bracelets, watches, Gucci watches, handbags. You housing them. You supporting them. Oh, but I don't pay. I appreciate you mailing guy. You woke up. Oh, marriage is actually the legalization of prostitution. And it's a dumb way to legalize. I mean, it's dumb legal system. It's a dumb business contract. Billy the Kid says, coach, where's none of the above option? All right. I only have four spots to put in. None of the above. Oh, man. All right. You know, I don't know. Do you vote? Do you vote? You don't have to vote. SAU also says Latinas are 304s too. Some hyper, uh, same hypergamy and whatever the man of fear wants to call it, hypergamy. Biology doesn't respect culture, only cares about male or female. Oh man. So a lot of people don't get to experience that side. What happens is they leave a side that they haven't been treated well by and they come to the other side and they sometimes get misled into believing that this person is actually better than they are. But but but, they're, but the truth is, she's better than what they left in his mind. So what do you do with the information? You know, what do you do with this type of information? This is crazy out here. Who is this? Over here, who is this? Mr. Wilson is in the building. His name, <laughs> BBC Lives Matter over here. <laughs> Shout out to you. Yeah, I could go in on that, but it would get, this would not be a family show at that particular point. The evening show is a family show. Shout out to Dads Did that? He says, my Kaylee and Tamika hate when I watch Coach. Oh, they hate it. Um, Why do ladies hate my show? I'm just actually, you know, listen, I, I know why. Because I hold you accountable, you know what I mean? And Tamika don't like it either because, you know, I. the good thing about Tamikas that watch my show, they're, they're like, at least he's not talking negative about specifically black women. I mean, I do talk about people, certain people. But I'm not going in saying they're the worst of the worst and there's better and then the better ones are, you know, better than their are worse. I don't do that. I could do it, but I don't. You know what I mean? I got money. There's a case to be made about this particular situation, but I, I find it unnecessary. And Shada, I'm not dissing the content creators who do that. Um, I, I notice the content creators that do that basically are people who don't have access to races of other women. So I'm like, it, it looks like you're stuck, right? That's what I think when I see content creators do that. I'm like, you're, you're just stuck. You just don't have the ability to like go out there. And and when you do go out there, uh, you tend to get people who are basically the, the Mexican or the Latina version of what you just left. Like you're like, oh, I can't stand these Ku Klux Kishas. And then you'll get the Latina Ku Klux Keisha version. <laughs> I'm like, if you're going to go across racial lines, you got to go across economic culture. Don't just stop at skin color. Mm. <laughs> like y'all literally stop at skin color. Well, it's the, she's, she's lighter shade of Brown, but she still hang out with a gang of straggle daggles. Like you, like she basically a straggle daggle down that straggle rock down. that straggle rock. Like, Get you, you got to cross all the way over. You know what I mean? When you cross over, go across the line. Like, go, leave the bottoms, go across the tracks, down the road, all the way up to the west side. Mm. Man, it's, I, and then you run into the same problems because she simply got the same attitude. Like, if you go be like, I'm only going to date Zoe's, and then you date a Zoe, and her best friend is a Ku Klux Keisha. I'm like, what did you do? Like, you literally did the same. <laughs> oh man anyway i he, i'm here to educate men you know what i mean like if you're gonna go go all the way down to the suburbs or go all the way down to, to chinatown it's the same person don't just change the skin color oh what we got here right here abel returns to eden and says coach not fat he fat pht pretty hop and tempting and i will add a pause on the end of that shout out to you zero fall. Uh, Zero Fallout says, uh, haven't donated in a while because so he's been focusing on his career and he sends a co-sponsorship. Appreciate that, brother. That'll make it a little cooler in here. All right. I'm a little bit upset about as to what it seems like the heat is on. Holy moly. All right. Before we get this going, I'm going to have to fix that problem because I can't do the rest of this show melting in 118 degree weather. So while you're watching this, I want you to watch this.
1: So women, you know,
0: we're more educated now. Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion.
1: Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem.
0: This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us who did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting $300,000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who who show up to it to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, we back in here. I don't hear the air conditioning on, but I sure did turn it on. Boy, I'll be ashamed if I have to actually buy a new unit. But it's all good. Let's get into the show and let's talk about this. What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna show you a couple of statistics. I know I didn't say it had I, I said I didn't have a lot, but what we're gonna do, let's show you a couple of statistics. Uh share the screen. Hey, Kaylee, share the screen. Uh, bump up the screen we're gonna do this we're just gonna look at the population of women in the united states age 15 to 44 interesting they put in 15 but that's neither here or there but racial distribution of women here a lot of times you do think you have a lot of access to women but sometimes you're speaking you're picking from a small sample size i'm gonna go over that but uh in the united states of america when it comes to kaylee You're talking about near 60%. 54% of the women in the United States are of the Kaylee variety. Kaylees do turn to Karen. We're going to start off with them first. The second most available women ethnically or racially would be Latina or Hispanic or Latinx. All right. Latinx. That would be the second biggest demographic of choosing from. The third biggest demographic would be African-American or Black. Or brown from the boogie down. That would be your next available selection. And then you would go into Asian and Pacific uh, Pacific Islander, which represents, you know, I don't know if that's a great combination, but it is what it is. Um, And then you have a very small demographic of what they would label as Alaska native or American Indian. All right. Very, very small people, you know, res girls. Shout out to the res girls out there. Uh, so that's the demographics there. Uh, if you want some other data specifically related to who's more likely to act up, let's talk about this police-reported intimate partner violence rates. Let's talk about domestic violation here. And I could not find stats for the United States, so I took the sample size from Dallas, Texas. The highest police-reported IPV rate in Dallas, Texas, occurs in the 18 to 24 year age group, over twice that of the older age group. And it says the majority of the police-reported IPV partner violence, domestic violation, as we call it over here, occurred among non-Hispanic blacks at 46%. That's interesting. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the population of black people would be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But obviously, black folk be calling the police on each other, mm. as we call it plantation politics. And then the next biggest one would be Hispanics at 37.7%. Well, that's pretty high. Rates were two or three times higher in these groups compared to non-Hispanic white women. White folks don't be calling the government on each other. Apparently here. I mean, this is just a small sample size right here. Um, Here's the, it it is right here when it comes to New York City. You know, I was gathering data, New York City, when they talk about race and ethnicity of a victim, blacks who account, is says blacks who account for only 21% of the New York's population Accounts for 45% of the domestic violation related homicide victims. And then 33% of domestic violation, great victims, 33% of domestic violation, sexual offense, 46% of domestic violence. Boy, that is just terrible. Like, why does that be like, I've got to understand why that is. But when it comes to domestic violation and calling the popo each other and attacking each other and beating each other up, the rates go up. What going on around here? Now, Hispanics don't fare much better right there. 29% of the population, but they be calling the police on each other too. They be hurting each other too. They be putting each other in a cross crippler. Why can't, we, why can't these people respect their people? Okay, let's talk about this. Let's bring up to a happier mood. Let's talk about terminations of pregnancy, earlier terminations of pregnancy. Let's take a look at that. I find it actually odd that the smaller percentage of the population of people are actually doing a lot of damage out here. Man, these statistics are the white man's statistics. New, 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 new world order. All right, so when you got early terminations of pregnancy here, of course, you can't get nationwide statistics. They be hiding it. New, 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 new world order. But then when you take a look here, um, um, this is in, I believe, Ohio. When you talk about Ohio, I'm assuming the population in Ohio of black folk would be uh, somewhere between 9 to 14%, I would assume. You know, unless you're in somewhere in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, you'd be like, "Boom, boom, 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 boom." East 99 is where you find me slinging that "Yay, yo, baby." Yeah, it's a little bit higher, but the rest of Ohio be looking like a dairy farm. Mm. Um, but when it comes to early ter- terminations of pregnancy here, it seems that this yellow represents mm, Black women. I don't know, man. That is actually odd for a small population of people. They sure be using these parent services, man. I tell you, I tell you, man. And then you got white folks over here who actually are lower than their representation here. And then multi race people. They left off the Latinos in Ohio. What the hell's wrong with you? Are they in the multi race people here? But this is just interesting uh, statistics when it comes to baby mom terrorism. I think across the board, you're gonna get. We're going to get it. So uh let's get a quick sample size of what could happen. Let's start with who cuts Karen.
1: I have legal custody of you, Parker, and I'm unlocking this car. No, you're my no, child. I'm not getting out. No. I'm I'm getting you out of the car. Can we ask for the door to be unlocked? You
0: can unlock it. Do what? This is, a, this is a parent adult. This is a parent child.
1: <laughs> get out of the car, Parker. No. This is
0: a civil issue.
1: You're saying you're following people to get out of <laughs> the way. Uh, no! No. This is really the wrong way Get get so her, her arm out. No! I'm not getting my arm out. You're my kid. Stop. Uh, you're my kid. Stop. Not stop. Good. stop. Um, no, I'm not gonna stop. Uh, Relationship. Stop. Stop. Okay, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Oh. I, I have know, to use so. force that's, to that's get you thing. out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so I, I it. this, this is matter. ridiculous. <laughs> Come, Come, Come home. Care. No. What's going on? I I appreciate. It. Yeah. I really I appreciate it. Did I get my gas out? Okay, thanks. you. Am I not allowed Please. to do whatever to get this baby out of the car? Can my husband help me? Please don't. No. Get okay. Stop. No. Stop. Oh,
0: Get out! Back up. Get out! Man. Well, you know, I'm saying, you know, we always be talking about the sisters acting up, but, you know, you can go on to that side of the road, on the side of the tracks, and they be acting up, too. All right? We're not going to show you the whole video, uh, but that's just a representation here of what you can deal with. Uh, we'll go over to – oh, hold up for a second. We'll go over and share the screen again. Uh, we can see that you might deal with some of these – you know, where are we going right here? You might deal with some of these situations, too. Uh, let's see here. <laughs>
1: 911, here we come. Apologize to your fucking witnessing I can't get this the of the trine and not a dick. So I can't. And now who i supposed to be you. Oh, are you going to I can't wait. Bring me in. Bring me in. Should I do that as a 17 year old girl? Yeah, 20 years younger than you. Oh, should I do that? You want to fucking want to stop? Yeah, exactly. I just fucking touched you. Oh! You Don't want you wanna play? You wanna play? You wanna play? Fuck me! You want to touch me? Don't touch, 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 touch as me. Oh! 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 it hurt? Does it hurt? Does it hurt? What are you no. doing? No. All right,
0: that's just a little bit right there. You know what I mean? Before y'all go and say some bar- some races are better than the other, there still could be some effery here because it's America. We're talking about America here, you know. So don't hit me with the "all these are better than the other ones." Well, they still doing some effery out there too. Okay, let's take you over to the next clip on this one. Uh oh, oh boy, this got a little ironic for a second. It's got definitely a little bit erotic. Uh, let's go over to the hood. We're going to go over to the hood and see what happens uh, when men try to stand up for
1: themselves. and persons have custody of child I'm awarding joint custody. Just kidding. I can't do this. This is a scrape. What you guys are doing, you get to neglect your son for five months. You don't take care no right 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 of right. right. You're a You it. have a mistress. Take you it. have a funeral. I take care my baby <laughs> And I keep it because he used to be his son right when he feels i are not, just to be not, not right? a just He's <laughs> a kid. <child>. He's a kid. He's a
0: All right. All right. All right. Okay. We'll stop. You know, the hood girls are getting warmed up now. I mean, you know, it is a likelihood that you could deal with something like that. It doesn't make them a you know, just going over. Okay. Uh, last one. We're going to see what happens when you're dealing with potentially, uh, uh, you go over to the, uh, the, the, what, what do we call it? I can't remember what we call it. Oh, the Cesar Chavez Boulevard over here. She might be middle Eastern. Child in the car. Don't touch my car. my car. Give me
1: my baby. What are you doing? You're making a big deal in front When you give me my baby, you can go. I am wrong. Don't touch my car, man. Don't touch my car. The Communidad, yes. The Communidad. You still got it okay? All right. Now, she don't want
0: to give me my baby. I drove her up here you for two hours, seat. and she don't want to give me my child. There's You're... no car seat in yes, there. Yes, it right? is a car seat in there, man. Car seat right you there. Understand? No. Give me my baby so I can go.
1: You don't need to be in my car. It's I a curse. No, yelling. I'm not yelling. I want this you to give me my child so I can go
0: home. I'm not screaming. <laughs> she said, you screaming at me in front of her. He's talking calm as hell. You're yelling at me. You're screaming me. You're screaming at me.
1: You're I am no, not yelling. I want this you to give me my child you so you I can go home. I'm not
0: screaming. You're screaming at me, Veronica says. Vanessa. All right, Vanessa, (laughs) Rosalinda, Rosalinda said, you're screaming at me. (laughs) You're terrorizing me. You're verbally abusive. That's what she said. All right, so um, this is what happened. I just had to show you a representation. Uh, Let me see here. Uh, Let me see. Uh, So anyway, I was reading the text message. But uh, yeah, uh, in that situation right there, that situation right there. Uh, You can see that there's no good many times. Sometimes you leave and then all of a sudden you go to something else and it could be worse. All right, let me get to the contributions and then we're going to get to the racial breakdown of potentially what you might deal with, uh, the pros and cons, uh, and all of that stuff. Where are we at here? We do have, who is this? Let me make sure I can say your name. Anonymous says, I'm not black, but BWs have been my preference since I was a kid. What should I do? All right. So I'm not sure what race you are, but I'm going to tell you, you have your pick of the litter. I mean, listen, you have all the opportunities in the world. Although a lot of sisters tend to not date interracially, at least out in public. That's a thing that we'll discuss a little bit later. Uh, in private, that's another situation. But in public, they seem to always seem to want to be with their brothers. Right. They want to be with their brothers. So um, but if you do uh, have a desire for them, I'm sure they'll line up for you if you got money. I got money. <laughs> um, But the problem is, yeah, it's going to be difficult for them if they live in the hood. You're going to have to bring them out of the hood. If you live in the suburbs and you can bring them out to the suburbs or a suburban type chick, you'll be good. Find you a sub- suburb that has some of them suburban type bougie black chicks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they'd be like, I'm not even full black. I'm part Cherokee and my mama was part white. You can get it. You can have your feel. I mean, you be first in line if you're a white dude. You in line first. You got it, brothers. All right. Uh, shout out to you. He likes the sisters, and I'm glad that a brother came in and and you know put in a good word for the sisters. All right, sisters of the feet gang, gang picture. You got you one over there. No government name says. Shout out to the coach gang. Found the clip on Twitter that you can use on who controls the music industry. The you know who's got busy to uh, to trap music and the fupa print go crazy all right shout out to you on that one um i can't put it up especially live onto the show because then i didn't get a chance to review it and of course there's a space what what is that space going on here all right let's see here and, uh I, hold up for a second oh i know what you're talking about oh my god oh shit i can't show that on youtube all right because then it'll be really <laughs> i've seen that video before All right. It'll be really obvious. We want to make it less obvious. We want to be more conspicuous. Uh, SAU says, I hate the fake crying. I just can't stand it. I have no empathy left for for XX's anymore. All right. So he cold, man. You cold just like the middle of the winter around here, but it's okay, We understand. And then last one on the cash app in the building. Who is it? Oh, we got uh, two more. Uh, Robert P. Elliott says, CGA, what red flags do you overlook before? That I overlooked before my marriage, um, without getting into specifics, the family dynamic that I overlooked, meaning the family was, uh, haters on each other. Um, their family was definitely all up in the business and, um, I should have took good notes of that. And I should have took notes of mental health, mental health. That was a big one. Knowing what I know now there were definitely red flags and signs and actually latching on to that now to use against me. Um and it was used against me in in the relationship. So there was always a lineage on. This is why I don't um really um sympathize for people who have mental health issues. I mean, um because people use it as a weapon. They yield it like a sword. It's their protection, and you often rarely you you rarely see them harm themselves. They harm other people more than they harm themselves. I mean, by the time you boil it down. They'll use that as a weapon and yield it against you and harm you more than they'll harm themselves. And they'll threaten to harm themselves and never do nothing. You just be looking at them like, okay. And then you say, go get some help. They never go get no help. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, And the only time they yield it against you is that when you, um, when you're holding them accountable, when you're holding them accountable, they'll claim I have mental health issues and you're abusive, but then they'll never bring it up when the going gets good. When the money's flowing, when everything's good, all right, they never bring it up. So um, they do yield it as a weapon. And um, I've also saw in education people yield it as a weapon. So I'm not sympathetic towards mental health like that. I know people don't agree with me and I understand and it's fair, but I've seen too many people abuse it. I've worked in colleges and universities. I've seen way too many people abuse using that so they don't get disciplined. They use it to get through school and barely sneak through school, right. I'm learning to say, well, I have mental health issues. they sneak through school barely, oh, be sympathetic oh they've had trouble. They had a brother named Tion that killed themselves when they were two, three and they still had they had flashbacks while they were taking a test. They had flashbacks when they were being disciplined, so don't discipline so that's the situation with that one that if i I definitely overlooked that I actually got a warning from someone prior to my commitment and engagement about that being prevalent and i missed it i actually didn't miss it i walked past it and it's biting me in the butt to this day uh where we at no government name oh warhammer's in the building oh uh let me get warhammer warhammer says for the junior college fund thank you sir and he also says the 304s are broke. I see it firsthand. Unfortunately, yes. Yikes. Uh, sitting this one out says you lifted the curtain on the black community. Top. Wow. He says, yeah, I believe he says, yeah, I'm impressed. I believe you said. And he also says, honestly, three and threes are overweight, but cute in the face. Everything's jumbled together. And XX is seeing us. I can't, no, I can't see that. But um, no, there's some cuties that are cute in the face and thick in the waist. Uh, let's see here. You can't ignore red flags. So those were the probably the two biggest ones that I walked right past. Walked clean past them, and I was like, eh, how bad could it be? And if you do have mental health issues, let me just say this. Go get some help. I mean, I'm not telling people that have issues to not get help. What I'm saying is, People use it as a, a way to a way to uh, get out of accountability, and they use it as a crutch. They use it as a sword, as a weapon. They actually victimize you if you're healthy, healthy, and they will use it against you. And they will also then dis- encourage you, because they have it, to throw your ass in therapy, and you sitting there rocking all laced up on medication. And you was like, I didn't need to be here, bro. Mm. <laughs> Before they even get some help, they want your ass to throw you in there. And you're like, <laughs> what the <hell? laughs> uh, anyway, be careful with that one. Um, be careful with that one. People will dis- disagree or ad- agree. I don't care. I've seen way too much. I've seen it use way too much, way too much. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, let's see here. Let's get into it. We're going to talk about white women, George W. Bush, George W. Bush community. Let's go into the George W. Bush community. I do definitely have a lot of experience in the George W. Bush community. Um went to a several high schools that were George W. Bush community oriented. And uh definitely in my in my teenage years from 15 and on, that was primarily the school that I attended, which were primarily George W. Bush community, with some people who will be um termed as you would call them small hats here, but they were Jewish and and uh those were the primary makeup ethnically of my my um my my school age, my teenage years, which were big. That's your development years. That's actually the years you started becoming interested in women and you learn your place. And so most of the women that I had dealt with were white. All right, Um. right, let's see here. Let's tell you the pros and cons of dealing with them and you'll get a chance to actually make your vote. Um. Here comes the people in here with their cape. Therapy isn't only for when you have problems. Fine, neither is medication. All right, go ahead. <laughs> you can cape for it all you want. I have my opinion. I've seen it. I gave you an example of experiences. Do what you need with it. Do what you need with the information. <laughs> all right. Don't come in here with your damn cape trying to make me change my mind. Medication. Go ahead and take as much damn aspirin if you want to. It's not only for when you're sick either. Shit. Mm-hmm. You can take NyQuil you want. People drink scissorb. All right. Is that your argument too? Get your ass out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh my God. Take it for what it's worth. I'm not saying you wrong, but go ahead. If you want to go sit up to somebody for $200 an hour, $800 an hour, go ahead. <laughs> All right. You might prevent yourself from getting a headache. Take some aspirin, Tylenol, whatever you want to take. All right. Let's get back into the situation here. I just had to let them know. George W. Bush community. All right. In the situation here, what you would typically deal with is uh, these people tend to be the rule followers. They tell to uh, early on in school, these people will be the people who were asked for permission. You know, you did the school hall monitor. Typically, they're going to be known as Karens and that type of thing later on in life. And uh, in our society, when you call blue pill lifestyle, typically this side of the road is going to be the bluest pill. They're going to be the bluest pill community that you're going to deal with. Why? Because they're plugged in into the culture of our country. So whatever it is that you must follow in steps of mate selection, in terms of dating, when you go over here, you're pretty much going to have to follow it by the book. Of course, that is in public. But in private, it's a little bit different. And they're going to protect their reputation as much as possible because in their community, This is why I always laugh at people who mimic them in terms of hair coloring and culture. I think they have the most competitive landscape there is when it comes to mate selection, meaning, yes, there's more men to select from. However, there's not that many high select men. So if you're talking about 10 percent, 20 percent of top tier men, you have 60 percent or 45. Well, no, you have 60 percent of those women that are trying to get at 20 percent of those men. And that's even before you bring in Maria and Lingling Ling and Takesha. So it's highly competitive, so much so that a lot of times these women tend to mimic each other, right, to a great extent. So if they all shop at Eddie Bauer, they're all going to be wearing the same thing. You know what I mean? They all stop shop at the um, uh, North Face. They're all going to kind of have the same clothes and the same attire on. And it's almost point you can't really distinguish one from the other. With that being said, they have to do that in order to compete because once they start standing out, they're going to fall out of that matrix and then they're going to fall out of the highly competitive marketplace of good available white men, which they're going to be at the top. So it's very, very cutthroat, very behind the scenes, very emotional warfare, very much she looked at me weird, non-confrontational, passive aggressive attack. You got to really know how to use this system. Because very rarely, the one thing you don't want to do in open space is you don't want to. Let's just say you're. Let's just say you're at a school and you're a black woman, and there's a white woman. The white woman actually does some things emotionally terroristic to the black woman. The black woman might react and go and pull, uh, pull um, Karen's or Kaylee's ponytail and yank her to the ground. That's not gonna work. Uh, things don't get handled like that. It has to be this emotional game uh, uh, of passive aggressive attacks and emotional attacks underneath the undercurrent in order for you to survive. But as soon as you get physical, you lost, and she's going to be the forever victim. Have you ever heard of something like white girl tears? Well, once she starts doing that white girl te- it's over for you. And as for men, if you don't understand that that's what they're going to use against you, you will never win against them. Now, there's some black dudes that deal with some type of white girls that they'll use that I'm the man and I'm going to hold masculine frame over you type of thing. And the white girl will go, okay, okay. And she'll go, okay, long enough until she doesn't say, have to say okay anymore. And she'll go in the white girl's tears All right. And once she goes there, you're done. Mm-hmm. There's no more masculine frame. The minute she says, I'm checking out of this, there's no more. And then she's going to go back. And I suffer years of abuse. I suffer years of being putting down. I gave up my life. I gained weight. I, took jo- I went to therapy, even when I didn't have to, even before there were problems. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's over for you. You're done. So a lot of guys play that game, but it's a short-term game because as soon as she switches gears, you're done. Mm. And that's what they use against you the most. What tends to happen is they benefit from what I call the princess complex of America. Right. the they, they are the princesses of America. They are the darlings. Someone can say the standard of beauty. They have a strong identity. They have a strong culture here. OK, they tend to get a pass for bad behavior. Even when they do something completely ridiculous, they can pass it off. Oh, I was tired. I was in therapy and I didn't have to be, but I was there. Or she can say I was mentally abused, she can say my father wasn't uh, aggressive towards me, and she can say the standards were too high in my family. She can say she has suffering from any variety of things that these people that go to therapy know. They can identify this. I have excessive compulsive uh, disorder. I have obsessive compulsive disorder. I have – they'll name 18 things because that's all they study, but they don't study how to go get no damn job. But they in therapy. Okay, they know all of the things in the APA. But they don't know how to get no damn job. They don't know how to contribute to society. But let's just go back to what I'm saying here. I'm trying to make a point to that one guy. (laughs) He said, chill, coach. If you know what I mean, I'm trying to make a point. They got the manuals. I got depression. I got anxiety. I got stress. Yeah, that's them. And then you're done because there's nobody. See, what happens is they tend to get a pass for bad, uh, bad behavior because there tend to be what what we call um, they're not gonna be as aggressive and open and shouting and shouting you down. And uh the minute you get, you know, gas lit enough and you shout them down, what what are you doing, huh? What do you mean? And then you're done. And so when you try to go into disciplining them or actually making them pay, you're like, you gotta pay the piper. They turn Amber Heard on you. And they never give up the ghost because they know at some particular point somebody's gonna cape. They're going to cape. Now, they do get a lot of things like uh, femininity. They got that down. They can play that role, uh, the step for wife. So if they want to really grow across that culture, they can play that role and they can play it well. They can be the PTI mom. They can take their kids to school. They'd be loving to do that. They get the big SUV, drop their kids off the soccer practice. If you got one that works for you, you can get that very well. And out in public, you're going to take your Kmart pictures. You're going to take your family pictures on the beach. Everything's going to look perfect. Behind the scenes, though, when you close the door of the suburban house, not so much. Then you got to deal with the emotional problems that she's going to have. Tend, tend, tend to be, it tends to be emotionally. They could be the weakest emotionally. All right. And uh, they're going to take a lot of maintenance all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, she's going to do these things and she's going to go to PTA and drop the kids off the school. And she's going to pick the kids off the school, go to soccer practice, make snacks, make lunches. And it's hard work. And at the end of the day, oh, my gosh. And then, you know, when you want to get your reward, she's going to be like this. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. So uh, brothers that come across there and you get you a real Kaylee, you're going to realize that it's a lot of maintenance to deal with them. A lot of maintenance. Other than that, there is a high risk that she's taking when she goes outside and interracially dates towards her reputation. So that's something that you must consider. If she does date a Latina guy an Asian guy mostly Latina and black guys she's taking a hit to her reputation and it could be a very long-term hit so um if she does put you out in public and they say hey we're together and she's a traditional suburban Kaylee she's taking a major risk to her reputation huge risk and then um then um you're you're also putting yourself on the line because if something does happen negatively then you're gonna be the you're gonna take a you're gonna be Beauty and the Beast. You're going to be automatically the beast. And then they're going to say, I told you not to do X, Y, and Z. All right. Anything else that I need to add to the George W. Bush community here? Um, Oh, the temper tantrums. Yes, the temper tantrums are going to be a big deal that you could worry about. Um, And if she throws the temper tantrum in public, which is least likely to happen, it's mostly around closed doors, or when she's around family and she's comfortable and your family's not there, but her family's there, she could throw a temper tantrum. That's likely when she would act up. But uh, the temper tantrums are going to be symbolic of how she treated her father. So if you do want to do some investigation, how did she treat her dad? Did she hold her breath against her dad? Did she throw temper tantrums against her her dad? Did she hold her dad in high regard or low regard? Was the dad just, you know, mailing it in? Did the dad discipline her or did the dad let her get away with stuff so that now when you come and discipline her, she's not going to she's going to buck against it? Um, yeah. Oh, and last thing, last thing. <laughs> All right. And of course, yeah, uh, uh, um, of course, you know, we can do this against men too. But, um, the last thing about this is when it comes to aging, it's going to be, this is the, of, of the four we're dealing with It's the worst of the four you're dealing with. yeah, Stomping around, marching, you know, uh, slamming stuff. It, that's gonna be. Those are the passive aggressive attacks that you you get. It's not gonna be. And then after a while, you be like, "What's wrong, honey?" <laughs> Nothing, nothing's wrong. <laughs> um, oh, uh, but whoa, whoa, uh, last point. When it comes to aging of the four, this is gonna be the worst. This is gonna be the worst. It tends to be the worst. So over time, when you wherever your got hurt, it's gonna be. Significantly worse down the line, and um, um, if she has tanned in her past, like she used tanning boost or she tans naturally, sun, that's going to be a disaster for you. All right, you want somebody to not be, you know, you want somebody to not be into tanning. I know people they want to tan, but it's going to be a disaster for you later down in life, and then it's also going to be a disaster because they're going to have skin problems. I don't know if you're around George W. Bush community often, but they tend to have skin problems. They tend to have to go get their skin dug out. You know what I mean? I got to go to the dermatologist, and they got me on this, and they got to do a skin peel, and they be like cancer in their skin, melatoma, mononoma, whatever they got. Mm. Somebody says the sun does violence. If they work outside, if they work outside for a living, it's going to be bad news, all right, for them as they age, and it's going to be wild. So that's the part on that one. Let's go to um what do they call it? Is it melanoma? Oh, they bruise easily. Yeah, um you'll have one and you like them and they don't they like have some like porcelain skin or something. They'll they'll, they'll skim the edge of a table and have a bruise like this, big, that big, black, blue, green, purple, pink. You looking at it like what? like like, what happened to you i don't even know what happened i i breezed the end of the table i don't know what happened uh let's see here where are we going next the sisters are like get in here tell us about us so we can complain latinas I'm going to go over to Cesar Chavez community over here. And remember, this show does not promote hate or harm of any people here. We're just having fun. Uh, um, uh, This is an edutainment show. We're actually educating men who, um, you know, they. I, I don't want men to put down races of women like, like specifically. I, I actually find fault in men that says these women are having a problem. These women are the cultural problem of America. And then they re-representing a small percentage of people. And I'll be like, what about them? And then you say, these people are good. They're perfect. I don't think so. The I don't think so. Did I say good things about the, the women over there? I did. I said they're family oriented. They take care of business for UPTA. They're more likely to want to fall in line with that type of uh, relationship. So if you did want something traditional, well, they're in the matrix. And if you can afford it, oh, that's one more thing that I want to talk about. When it comes to... um. Uh, the George W. Bush community. Be ready to open your wallet, gentlemen. It's going to be very rare that you can keep one into brokenness. Because some of you brothers grow up living in apartment buildings all your life. Let me just tell you, in the George W. Bush community, that's not a strategy. <laughs> like, You can't be like, let's just live in apartments all our life. There's no way. They letting that fly. Let's just live with four generations of relatives. That ain't gonna happen. You gonna lose that woman. That woman gonna be like, "Ain't happening." So when it comes to that, your wallet is essentially you talk. We we talk about this thing here: writing a blank check in a marriage if you marry over in the George W Bush community even if you're from the George W Bush community you're expected to write an open check and she going to manage that check account and she going to buy she going to spend whatever the hell's in there and she going to want a house bigger than the neighbor's house and if the house if the neighbor remodels their kitchen you remodeling your kitchen if the neighbors get a new truck lease a new truck SUV you lease a new SUV if the neighbor moves to another community, gated community, if the neighbor changes private schools, you change in private schools. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't, they ain't letting nobody, uh, your George W. Bush community wife ain't letting nobody get one of her. They ain't letting nobody. <laughs> and the, oh, and somebody says this hella applies as they age. It don't stop just because her beauty stopped progressing. So when it, when she turns 38, 40, 45, 50. You're going to spend more money on her. Cause you got to make up for the fact that she didn't hit the wall or she's having trouble. You know what I mean? She's trying to figure out. She, she gets breast implants to make up for the years of child rearing. You're going to spend more as they age. You think it's over. Okay. You're getting older. You're going to slow down. No, you're not. No, you're not. Oh, Sally joined the tennis club. I'm joining the tennis club. Why are you joining the tennis club? Well, this is what Sally's doing during after we drop off the kids from school. Now you playing tennis club, country club fees. They want to play golf. They want to go to Machu Picchu. They want to go to with the marital couples. Well, all the, all the married couples. We're gonna go to. They come up to your door. Hi, here's an apple pie. Guess what we're doing next spring? We're going to Machu Picchu. Oh, that's cool. Your wife come up. Um, I'm sorry. What did y'all say? They said they going to Machu Picchu this spring. Oh, really? Oh, that's nice. I think you'll have a nice time. You close the door. Guess where we're going? We going with them. We going with them. She didn't say I, no. They said they're going to spring break Machu Picchu. Oh, we going too. Mm. We going with all of them. We all going. All the marital couples. Shit. <laughs> we all going. So that's what um that's what you have to understand about them. And when they say they going, that means you put it on your credit card tonight. You're putting it on your credit card tonight, brothers. You're not putting it on your credit card in 3 months. She's going to pull up the she going to pull up the Expedia.com tickets to Machu Picchu. She pulling it up right now. you you putting in your reservations on your card today? So you better have some damn room and you better have some room on the remodeling you just finished. <laughs> 8K on the card tonight. And they're going to go, You got your tickets. You got to do. Y'all ain't ready to play that game. And if you don't do it, she, if you don't put that on your card and all the four married couples you know put it on their card, it's a wrap. You're going to be in marital counseling overnight. (laughs) You ain't getting no peace leave at all.
1: I haven't showered in three days, and I smell right. like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off?
0: Nothing. Yep. Planning divorce. It's over. It's over. You, something's wrong with you. The money funny. <laughs> All right. So don't. Yeah, it's financial abuse. Do not think you're going over there. And uh, if you do want to go over there and get a one-up on a George W. Bush woman, what I would suggest is get one that has no family. <laughs> yeah. Get one whose family is long gone. They ain't nowhere to be seen. She like a ward of the state. She grew up somewhere in Tucson, Arizona. Her family was poor as hell. That's the only way you're getting over on that one. And somehow she has to still be skinny and fit into the quality of lifestyle of the suburbs. All right, because if she grew up suburban and you some ninja that know how to live in apartment buildings all your life, it's going to be a mismatch made in hell. Yeah, get what that was adopted. Her name is Crystal because her mom smoked Crystal meth all the time, and her mama named her Crystal. That's the only way. Mm. And even then, she's going to learn the ways of the world if she's iron backed it. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, I'm giving you real deep game here. I know it's somewhat funny, but I'm giving you real deep game. Take KT King, brothers need to be aware that XXs who interact with us because they have a fetish for brothers and do not view us as human beings. Like we are the pets to them. They also happen. Wait, this also happened during slavery when the plantation owners wives would have certain brothers, XXs, uh, brothers come to the house buzzer. Mm. Um, I think we all kind of fetishize each other, so I'll give them a pass. Uh, but, um, I think, uh, The white liberal women versus the white conservative um, women is a there's a slight difference there as well. Um, White liberal women tend to be or not white not white. George W. Bush community women who grow up uh, liberal ideology, they tend to uh, be the rebels of the community. And uh, you don't know this, but they start being a rebel around fifth or sixth grade. And mostly because they were not in the popular girl class. You know what I mean? They were not the popular girls. And so. Um, all from fifth grade and on, they were belittled and put down and they didn't fit the standard of beauty and they didn't get the select of the guys. And when it came to homecoming and prom and the first junior high school dance, they were automatically outcast and they were pushed to the side, uh, for a certain extent. And then later on they're the white liberals. Right. And so then, then you don't realize like, why are they have this ideology? Well, they were the Adams family of their community. So then you see what they do and how they treat you. Um, Yeah, that's a whole thing. The kid, you know, it is like they're wrong anyway. Uh, I know this. I know this. (laughs) They're the Wednesday Adams. They were already outcasted. They were the oddities. They just did not fit in. And so it just didn't start in college or it didn't start with political ideology. It didn't even start after college. It started early on. It started only early, early on when they didn't fit in, and uh, fitting in the George W. community is a big deal. Uh, what are we doing here? <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, that's the difference between. Okay, I'm gonna stop with them. Let's talk about the Cesar Chavez community. That's code word for you know what. Now this community tends to be, um, this community tends to be. There's differences depending on what region of the country you live in all right and we're not talking negative about about, about people uh, shout out to the says our Chavez community but the the thing is we categorize everybody as latina or hispanic but they come from significantly different cultures so if you live in the east coast odds are you're not dealing with what they would call mexicans you're dealing with dominicans and puerto ricans and whatnot who are stark difference from mexicans um, same thing is when you talk about Central America and Me- Mexico, who is which is in North America, but they're very close to Central America. They tend to deal with people from Honduras and Guatemala and Panama and in um, all of these places. But there are stark differences even between them. Language barriers. There's, there's significant language barriers between them. So it's it's hugely different. And um, if you don't understand the culture, you're going to lump them in all in together. All right. And so I could be talking about a Latina from the West Coast and the East Coast people can be like, what are you talking about? That's not true. Not only that, you could deal with some Latinas who are from Haiti. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, hell no. Now I'm hey, the pro blacks are like, oh hell no. No, you did not say the Latinas from Haiti. <laughs> I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Y'all not ready for that conversation. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, the bro blacks are like, what? What do you mean? All right. Dr. Umar has entered the chat. <laughs> oh, let me stop. All right, shout out to the Latinx people. But here's the thing about that. You know, the stereotypes are going to be uh, a little tough to deal with when you're talking about the cross section, because they're culturally where they come from is going to be significantly different. You're talking about Latinas in in Miami. You're talking about many times Cuban or Spanish. I mean, it's going to be different. So we'll try to wrap it up. I didn't mean I didn't. I don't, I'm not talking about the Haiti thing. Go do your own research. I'm not talking about it. I don't want to talk about it no more. It's a sore subject but look it up yourself <laughs> yeah. uh look it up yourself you're gonna get it all right you're gonna be mad uh uh let's talk about this um ty- typically typically here when you're dealing with say Chavez community you're dealing with people who could get emotionally attached early on in life very very early on in life very very early on in life so their culture would actually promote uh the Despite the fact that American culture does not promote these type of connections early on in life, we promote independence of our children and teenagers and people going to college. We actually encourage them to not mesh together. But in their culture, even if they're here in the United States and quinceaneras and the promotion of uh, like like, for instance, uh, there'll be a ninth grade girl that has a ninth grade boyfriend and they'll be steady, steady and they'll be boning each other. They'll be having sex and all of that stuff. They could get pregnant. Um, And since they don't, sometimes they're more Catholic and more religious oriented. They don't believe in birth control or any of that. And the girl will drop out of school. Like they get emotionally connected like. Like that, like they they go steady, steady. And they tend to have those early locked in long term relationships like right. And they'll start building the family. They'll have a full ass family by 22. And they'll have couples, like they'll be coupled up real quick, real quick, early, junior high school, high school. Uh, Most of y'all wait till y'all ain't even coupling up to junior year in high school, if that. Somebody said divorce by 26. Um, American couples aren't coupled up until junior. you're, You're actually persuaded not to couple up. You're too young for that. Like if you're a couple in junior high, they like they let you be a couple, but they watching you. They ain't let you fornicate. They definitely ain't trying to let y'all fornicate. They ain't let y'all be in a room. They ain't let y'all huddling up, cuddling up together. They ain't letting that happen. Uh-uh. Nope. 10th grade, they'd be like, mm, 11th grade, they'd be like, maybe you can have a little boyfriend, but go on double dates. <laughs> uh, High school, They even in college, by college, late high school, college, then they'll be like, okay, have you a little boyfriend, especially so when it comes to this, they are, tend to have these early, early, tight, bonded relationships. And the young men tend to start to be down for their heina or their chica or their mamacita down. They be down for his chick early. Early on, ninth grade, he start going to work. He'd be going down to Carl's Jr., flipping them fries. And he be down there, i going to see my girl. The player mode in that community is probably least non-existent. I mean, sorry, it's the most non-existent of these cultures. Like the Chad, like when you think of it, Enrique would be the oddball out. He would be the one who represents the guy who was the Chad. But none of them be like chatting it up. They want out of Parabon. They want to get their girl. And do not look at their girl. Do not stare at their girl. That's their personal girl. They're going to lock in on that one. And... um. A lot of times the mate selection starts early. So this is when we say little puppet. Um, they start doing it. She's down for little puppet and little puppet. That She's going to be down for that guy for the rest of her life. All right. Their families tend to have strong orientation um, where they're great in numbers, uh, greater in numbers than you actually can possibly imagine. They have big families and those families are very part of their um, tend to be very uh, much a part of their culture. and, I think, in my opinion, their culture supersedes American culture. It tends to. It's changing, but not so much. Okay? It's changing, but their cul- culture supersedes American culture. All right? Actually, go, go watch it. Check this out. What you'll do is, if you don't believe me, let there be a soccer game in your neighborhood, in your community. Like, they, there's a city, there's a city, and they will bring two soccer teams. They'll bring one from Europe and one from Latin America or one from any one of these countries here, Mexico, come to the soccer game. They going to be, they ain't going to be down for your country and they live here. They going to show up dressed up, full-ass garb, Viva La Raza. <laughs> right? They going to be like, bruh, it's us, it's on, like Donkey Kong. And they going to be like, you going to be like, hey man, we went to high school together. But when they come down to they, uh football, they're gonna represent their country, their culture, and whatnot. My family came from this country. So I'm down for them. Um uh but um anyway, and uh anyway, what else is this here? Oh, oh, if you if you bond with one, if you bond with the Latina chick, say you go over there, even if you cross culture in racial date, um, I would highly suggest. This is just a suggestion. If you if you go to the Latina side of women, right? and you're from the uh, black community or white community, and you think you're just gonna chat out or Tyrone out a Latina chick, I would advise you to have a new strategy, okay? This is gonna be highly advised that you do not try to chat out. I mean, you know, if you wanna play, she's not gonna give you a lot of room to play. She's not gonna trust you. She's not gonna, la- she's gonna watch everything you do. She ain't let you get away with the bullshit. Like, um, you gotta remember, these people have fathers many times and their father might not even look at you and even give you respect sometimes he could be racist against you sometimes he could just be el ranchero poppy and he just been over here and he worked hard all his damn life he still wear the hat somewhere in el paso and the belt buckle and the boots and it's 160 degrees in el paso and you saying hey poppy hey you can take off the belt buckle son hey take off the jeans and the hat Sean. and poppy's like what this is what we wear, Sean. And he got the bolo tie and all of that, Sean. you be like, hey, Poppy, you coming to the wedding? Bolo tie on. <laughs> all right, anyway. But the dad undercover, he ain't going to be your friend, man. He going to be throwing shade under you all the time if you come across. But here's what I'm going to tell you. Do not run player games on them. And I know the game guy is going to come in here. No, nah, Sean. Run player games on Latinas. Okay. I'm just letting you know, you putting your hands into the lives of people that you don't even know. They not even registered to be here, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you don't even know they got cousins. You know what I mean? Like, you show up and you do a Latina chick wrong. Look at the West Side Story. Mm. Do not do her wrong. Because you don't know they going to come up out of the woodworks. And you ain't even going to know that they related. And I'm not saying these are bad dudes, but I'm saying if you do them wrong, they will find a way to cause you harm. (laughs) Okay. So be careful. I know dudes want to run games. Um, If you want to do this, like I'm going to give you an option. If you want to run game on a chick like this from the Cesar Chavez, what I would suggest is to make sure they got no family. Mm. Same thing. If you want a white chick to kind of pass through, find out, make sure her dad did and her mama did, then go in there. Um, if you gotta run a run game on Latina chicks, you trying to, you're putting your life in your own hands. And I don't care what culture she comes from, she could be Dominican, she could be Puerto Rican, she can be Cuban, she can be Mexica, Mexican, Mexicana. She can be Honduran, she can be Guatemalan, she could be Panamanian, she could be Brazil. Well, Brazil is more. She could be uh Venezuelan, Colombia. You're putting you're putting your life <laughs> in your own hands, bro. You trying yourself. You trying yourself. But when it comes out of this, oh she could be Haitian, <laughs> <laughs> El Salvadorian. All right, you know what I mean? You're asking for it. I mean, whatever happens to you, your family might not even know. They might not even know. They might not even know what happened to you. And they live in your city. What happened to El Gregorio? I have no idea. Last time I saw him, he was with Maria, Maria. You remind me of the West Side Story. Oh man! Anyway, last one we talked about aging well. This may not age well. Um, when it comes to this, the the aging well process is you got to be very specific <laughs> of what you're doing. There's could be some dangers here, and it's more related to cultural diet. Um, most people cultural food is not good for them uh, because uh, cultural food, no matter what ethnicity you are, represents the poor food or the poverty food that you had to endure in the struggle. All right. So that goes with Irish people in the potato famine. Most everything they cook is made out of potatoes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they were like, this is all we had. You know, you go to certain countries over in Asia, rice, this is all we had. You know what I mean? You go to India spices, this is all we had. Put the, put the curry on the chicken. You go to black folks, this all we had. Lower side of the hog, chitterlings, is basically the struggle food, which, which 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 happens is it's not the healthiest. So it's related to poverty and struggle because families do struggle in poverty. Right. And then you say, well, this is our cultural food. Well, it's most of the time. It's the worst food that they could be consuming. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, damn, well, why is struggle food, cultural food? Because people connect with it emotionally because it was the struggle food anyway. With that being said. The diet don't work the same when it comes to the group. And you might pluck her out at 16, 17, 18. And y'all might be ride or die. But come 26, 27, it could be a different story. That's all I'll say. It could be different story. And then you looking like, but she'll be yours. And you ain't never getting rid of her either. (laughs) Just let her know, let you know. You're not getting rid of this woman. She forever yours. All right. Are we still alive here? (laughs) We're still alive on this show. Are y'all still mad about the Haitians being Latina? (laughs) I know I'm provoking you today. Uh, Go look it up. Should I look it up? Oh, in terms of um, in terms of um, femininity, I didn't determine femininity with them. Um, What's going to happen is I think because of their many times, many times, you probably won't find many of them above five foot six. I mean, if you find one above five foot six, you probably a model from somewhere. All right. But five foot six is probably going to be in the rare zone. You're looking at five, two, five, three, five, sometimes five feet tall, five feet, five, one, five, four, five. They're going to be smaller. And with that, that tends to lend towards femininity because obviously the size disparity is going to be obvious, especially if you're from a different race. The size disparity is going to be like insane. So they're going to be sometimes some somewhat petite, which lends towards to more femininity. Right. But it doesn't mean she's going to be cooperative. It doesn't mean she's not going to loud mouth you, you know, but um, when it comes to femininity, you're going to get. You're going to get uh, some femininity. You're going to get some extreme loyalty, extreme loyalty, but almost to a fault that ends up hurting and breaking their heart, especially if you fool around with one. But uh, the loyalty is going to be extreme, and the femininity is going to be there. You're going to put up with some BS, though. And Dane, she ain't letting you get away to fool around. Don't think you're going to run the okey-doke on them. They're not going for the okey-doke. <laughs> All right. So they're going to take care of you. They're going to rub poppy's feet and high poppy and eye poppy. And they're going to do all of this and cook you up some food and sit you down. They're going to fatten you up. But the loyalty is extreme. Do they mess around? Yes, they are going to be some that messes around and do dirt. But when they do that, they're going to be like 13, 14, 15. Mm. <laughs> right? They're going to mess around when they eat Cardi B's age and that type of stuff, you know. Uh, you gotta do your dirt and background history. All right, let's go to the next one. Let me check this out. He says they he says that's what we want. hmm Yeah, they're gonna pull the Francisco on your ass. Uh, it just depends. Uh, the woman that you see in the Francisco video, which is a skit, uh, she definitely cartel-oriented Latina. She's definitely a cartel
1: oriented. <laughs>
0: to kill away all right man poor guy poor guy yeah, he messed with the wrong girl you know what I mean you could you could have saw she was about them streets, Uh let's see here. Let me do a couple couple contributions and then we're going to go over to the Martin Luther King Boulevard. Oh man. What is the poll doing? Sisters, they pulling in last. We're going to Martin Luther King. I know that's when everybody's going to chime in. They're going to come in and be like, "Here you go, Downing Sisters again." They didn't even listen to the rare their whole show. All right, who is this in here? Todd Cummings pause. He says, "Late twenties, early 30s
1: <laughs> and that's you.
0: I think when it comes to those women, the George W. Bush women, for them to follow the feminist ideology of waiting to waiting to late twenties and early thirties is absolute foolish. I'm going, man. You actually, I mean, because their height of their the height of their attractiveness, and I keep saying this, people kind of trying to want to get me in trouble. I'll just say it like this: mid teens. To like somewhere between the first two years they got get a job. A job. Mid teens to the first two years they're in corporate America. After that, it's downhill. Fast. Like speedy Gonzalez. All right. So I mean, I don't know why they fall for that. And they be some of the most maddest on the uh on the um on the dating marketplace because they're working they're selling nothing i mean by the time they buy late 20s early 30s i think what they're selling is not a good sale
1: um and here's a secret that many guys don't know especially in today's day and age is that women love nice guys (laughs) we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late twenties, early, early thirties is, uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who, uh, we know will be great long term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you.
0: Now, a critical point here, a critical point. They're still marketable, but not to who she wants. See, what's going to happen is then she'll open up her Rolodex and she'll say, I'll see what Enrique's doing. Let me see what Jamal's doing around this age. And that's you. And she'll open it up. Her father's damn near about to die. He done had a stroke and two heart attacks. And she'll be like, "Ah, he don't care who I date no more. They just like, I just hope you find someone after all she's late 20s early 30s right oh, i hope you just find somebody that that you like you know poppy the dad know it's over for her her brothers no longer protecting her no more like we know when she was 17 18 19 20 that was like no keeping Ricky and jamal's ass away we got a family the reputation to uphold right but by the time she late 20 early 30 they like take anybody
1: and that's
0: you. Now, she's still going to be hittable. And Jamal and Enrico, go, they're going to put her up on the damn pedestal. Oh, my God. I got me a wonderful suburban snow bunny. They're going to put her up here. Look at this thing that I got. All the white guys going to be looking at you like this. What What do you got? You can have her. And the reality is that person is not getting the top 20% of white successful men. The odds that she does is slim to none and slim to just die. All right? Like. She just better hope that she gets divorced and she finds another divorcee that basically don't know who he is. He lost, he down bad, and he'll pet us like, That's her only hope. If he doesn't, if they don't take her by 40, I'm going to show you what she's going to be doing. I'm just letting you know. This is statistics. If they, if nobody takes her by 30, I mean 40, is she going to be like yes. this? You're going to
1: have some? Okay, tuck in, Eight.
0: Then she going to be the one complaining about everything in your uh, HOA uh, community. She going to be the one complaining about everything. Why we don't have this and why they don't have doggy bags at the end of the street. She going to be, she going to be cutting up a storm drunk by 6.30 off box wine. Mumbling, stumbling, slurring. All right, they're going to get ugly. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> uh, all right, what are we doing? Yeah, uh, Kaylee's turned into Karen. So that's what you have to understand. If you're doing the Kaylee thing, they turn to Karens, and it's like a metamorphosis of disbelief. You can't believe it. You was like, damn, you were Kaylee 20 years ago. How'd you turn into Karen? All right, where are we at? Ed, why do you do this, man? I can't even, he says, I'm saying threes and chubby cute. Uh, XX's treat men the best. Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, that used to be the case. I don't know if it's the case any longer because now they have, um, now they have social media, so they don't have to do. I know what you mean. Yes. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yes. I mean, it's reasonably true. It's reasonably true. Yes. Uh, kids. Cuddy says pause. All right. Appreciate you. Thanks for the pause. Uh, he says, uh, sitting this one out, says, hot XXs aren't wifey. Sweet spot is three to five. Truth hurts. Well, I cannot disagree with that. Yes, I cannot disagree with it. Even dating coaches follow that example. I'm not calling anyone out in particularly. But by the time they show who they end up with, they're usually a three or a four. Or a five, a forty nine er. Now, with that being said, I'm not being. I'm not. I. I, I think that's when they realize they found their sweet their sweet spot. So they may be a dating coach, and they get tired of dealing with eights, which is an eights, nines, and tens, and it's complicated. So you rather just get just be like, I'll just get me a ugly woman, and you'll find a guy. He's with a woman. You're like, why? This woman looks like your mom, bro. Like, what is this? And then you're like, the reality is beauty does not equal the ability to be successful with men. Just like height doesn't equal that man's going to be successful with women. It gets the foot in the door, but oftentimes these people have more maintenance that are required to make the relationship work. Um, Where are we at here? Oh, we're going to go to the Martin Luther King community. All right, everybody put on your hats. Everybody pull on your hats, <laughs> right? Uh, here we go right here. Martin Luther King community. Martin Luther King Boulevard. Sister's been waiting. I made y'all wait. All right. She's tired. She, she didn't smoke two joints. She she drunk off the Henny. So her inhibitions have lowered. Maybe she got Tyrone done slid in. Martin Luther King Drive. <laughs> yeah. Martin Luther King Drive. That's when you know it's tough over there. Martin Luther King Drive. And here, here we go. Right now, they're pulling up last. I can't believe white women getting the L like this. White women, y'all got to do better. He said the E and J it in. Oh, oh, shit. All right, somebody didn't shot up the neighborhood already. They outside watching the Amalams. They putting on uh, Pray for My community. Talk. Pray for us over on uh, Wells, 25th and Wells. Pay for us over on Burlion Center. They done shot up the park again. You know, in the summer, they be shooting up the park in somewhere in Milwaukee and Chicago. Why they shoot up the park? <laughs> they at the block party shootout. Lambs out. They not even here watching the show right now. Look at my numbers. All right, they not even here watching. So we gonna get it in. We gonna cut up on them. <laughs> Somebody says, coach, we love you. Though know, these love these mayonnaise women. I'm an equal opportunity lover. I mean, I do have my preference preference. You know what I mean? Like if I'm picking, I do have a super duper preference, but I have an order. Speaking of an order. New, 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 new world order. Amber lambs all hanging outside. Ghetto bird flying over. So they're not even watching. Uh, let's talk about this t- here. And I'm gonna have to tread lightly. <laughs> I'm gonna have to t- I'm gonna have to tread lightly. What's gonna happen is this. When it comes to the Martin Luther King women, the problem, the one of the main problem that keeps manifesting itself, and this is particularly in men and women, is that there's less family structure and there's less tradition. So that's going to play the community until that changes. I don't care what you do. The least family structure the least marriages, the most procreation, the most early terminations of pregnancy, the most crime, the most domestic violence. I showed you the statistics. Don't be bad at me earlier. The less traditional. You're putting a square peg in a round hole. It ain't going to work, bro. Mm. It's not going to work. If you want to identify the one issue, and I hear the community typically identify many, many issues wrong on Martin Luther King Drive And absent from the conversation is always single moms. Like, I'm like, oh boy. Like, you're never going to get it back on. I mean, it's off the tracks. Them trains are off the tracks. It ain't getting back on ever again. You can forget it until that is dealt with. Until families come back into popularity. And there was a time, believe it or not, and it was not during slavery. It was post-slavery from the 1920s and from Reconstruction all the way to the 1950s. The most married women in America were Martin Luther King Boulevard women. And this was during segregation. This is during enduring trauma and terrorism. This is enduring the worst treatment ever. The families stuck together more likely than not. Of course, Popula became a Rolling Stone. And then y'all signed the Civil Rights Acts, and you wanted separate non-separable but equal and you wanted integration and then the trains went off the track. You know what I mean? It was a disaster from here on out. Okay, the numbers actually flipped upside down since integration became a, a thing. So, um that's just a hard pill to swallow. Out of the two uh out of the women that we mentioned or that were afforded mentioned. I think I pronounced that right. Um this particular group tends to rely on the governments the most. So when you talk about when you talk about uh, George W. Bush, when you talk about the Cesar Chavez communities, they tend to not be running to the government first. I mean, that's changing over time. They do run to the government, but this particular group of people are ready and willing to report your ass to the government. So let's say you've been tax evading and you, but you've been keeping your family above board. They will run your ass to the government and make you turn in paperwork to tattletale on your ass. They will call the police on your ass. They will call the MLAMs on your ass. They will go to your therapist on your ass. They will take your ass down to the social services, turn your social security and your paperwork over. So in essence, then they try to do this survival tactic of I'm, I'm, I'm claiming my freedom, but I'm going to use you as a source or resource. I'm going to throw you under the bus. Believe me, they're not the only ones that do this, but they tend to rely on this particular plantation politics. And it's exhausting. And it's actually something that you look at and you're like, boy, we have never left the plantation, I see. Because we always running and running back to the white man and reporting and tattletaling to the overseer and telling the slave that slave's running away. It's the same thing. And we've not too far separated from that culture. OK, so the uh, community typically is operating under the guise of the, the government. The state basically tells them how you operate and function. So there's no independence there. And then thus this is how you get taken down. I would venture to say that most of the crime committed or most of the worst things that happened in, in the Martin Luther King Drive tends to be centered around the male female dynamic. All right. Then you could say maybe the new Jack city mindset of drugs and street corner stuff, gang banging. But, um, I would say it's centered around the c- child custody, uh, bad breakups, you know, uh, affiliation between families and all of these things. Uh, yeah, I would say it'd be centered around type of that, that, that type of thing. And then the guy's probably going to be part of the system. And that's co- probably going to be related to some sort of DV, um, child support. He might've been a ward of the court. He might've been a broken home kid. He might've been put up for that. It's going to be a whole bunch of that type of stuff. He might've been a crack baby or something like that. He came from a bad family, broken home. So he's going to be likely part of a system. And being that you're part of a system, uh, you're not going to be able to uh, be pushed towards going to college and following the blue chip mindset. You're not going to be pushed into white collar careers. You're not going to be allowed to travel. Cause you ain't going to be able to qualify for a passport. Cause you already got crimes on your record, right? You probably not going to be able to vote, which is going to be problematic against you because they going to run you down there to do Biden and your ass can't even vote. I mean, it's a disaster. It's actually one thing to the next, you know what I mean? Like, and it's a cultural thing and it's not only that it's a systematic thing that actually erodes the relationship. Let's talk about the positives here. <laughs> talk about the positives. All right. Uh, when you're dealing with the positives here, obviously, um, although people they do give them credit for having bad attitudes and having some, um, having some vi- vigor, vigor against men that are black men. There sure is a lot of procreation that goes down. So, with that being said, I think black women have a facade. They have a they have a shield or a wall that tries to protect them. I think they can be quite emotional, meaning they want to have these attachments. They want to fall in love, uh, but they can't, you can't tell them kind of what to do. So that's kind of like a, a plus or a minus. If you ever get one, a ride or die chick, they'll be down for you for a long time. Like they'll never get over you. They'll never get over you, but they also are less traditional at the same time. So it's kind of a weird thing. It's kind of like one of those things where, and let me give you an example because you might disagree, uh, but um, Jill Scott, Jill Scott once said i'm gonna to try to find the video this is an important point when it comes to them this kind of sums it up let me see if i can find this video jill scott kind of said what i just said let me see here tell me no. Let's see here i can find that interview Let's see this did that
1: i'm saying right here
0: i'm saying they do
1: Do you see what's happening with our kids? Do you, do you, are you paying attention?
0: I don't know if I can find a video in fast enough. I wasn't prepared to find it. But what she said was essentially this. Essentially this. You, you can tell me, no, you have to, but in order for you, me to ever be able to listen to you, tell me, no, you got to be a person that can be able to tell me, no type of thing. Like it was like, uh, I'm only going to listen to you if, You the type of person I will listen to if you're not like I'm a rebel against you, but you got to keep me in check. Have you ever heard of another one? It was kind of like this. I want a dude that can tell me no. I ain't going to listen. But you must be able to tell me no. You know what I'm saying? And there's women out here like, yeah, I I want a guy like that. (laughs) You're sitting there like what? You mean I'm supposed to discipline and tell you no and argue with you and plantation politics with you, risk getting the police called on me? But I'm telling you no. You respect me for telling you no, but you ain't going to listen. Have you ever heard that stuff? And this particular community operates on that type of mating strategy. And you're going... This sounds like I'm going to get into a domestic violence situation. This sounds like I'm going to get into an argument every day. And a lot of guys, this is their only option. You can't cross-culture date. Yeah, Tupac with a degree. They want chaos. And you're going, but on their side, to their credit or discredit, that's what they look for in mate selection. And this is a stereotype, but this is what they tend to say. Yeah, that's what I want. A guy that has set me straight. Not necessarily I'm going to listen to you set me straight, but I want you to set me straight. That make up the breakup sex type thing. And you're like, whoa, man, um, I, I'm not going to do all that. And if you don't do all of that, they're going to call you weak. If you say, well, I'd rather have a white woman than to do that. Well, you ain't weak and you can't handle a black woman and you can't handle a strong and independent woman. And you're like, whoa, you see what I mean? But on their side, they're able to do these things. And uh, unfortunately, their numbers are working against them. He says, the poor slave mentality, yeah. Uh, the the numbers work against them. So the statistics work something like this. Certain percentage of their mates that they're selecting against are less educated, less economically attractive, less more likely to be in the criminal or penal system, meaning probation, some sort of uh, former criminal record or something like that. Many times they're dead okay many times they don't make it to adulthood many times they are on the down low or gay so a lot of black women tend to look at guys are you down low they have a they have a quite a big fear about that and there's some certain things going on like that so their their mate selection of selectable mates is low the 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 selectable mate for this particular woman is super low and then when you throw on the numbers of the number of men that actually procreate with them, it's typically a guy that has one or two kids. He already had one or two separate families and she already had one or two. So you're dealing with blended families or sometimes corrupted families. And it's just an absolute disaster. It's an absolute disaster. So there have less men to select from. They tend to select from the same pool of men, which is, represents a small percentage of men in that community. Everybody else can't qualify because you don't want to put them straight, set them straight and deal with this type of um, what I would say, playful. Just to be fair to black women, this is how they flirt. And I'm trying to be fair. This is how they flirt. This is considered flirting. This is considered um, a mating ritual. (laughs) So if you don't know, now you know. So what happens is like, say, for instance, you talk to a black woman, you say, hi, how you doing Tamika? Or how you doing, ma'am? Can you give me a few minutes of your time to talk to you? I really want to get to know you. In order for her to see where you are, she's got to be able to at least demean you, emasculate you, put you down, call you broke. And if you stick in there long enough. (laughs) And you pass that test of her being basically uh, grilling you, asking you about where you live and what you drive and where you work, if you have a job, if you can stick in there long enough and then perhaps duck a, a right hook and slide under an uppercut, you know what I mean? And then you last in there, she's like, I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. Then she'll be a ride or die. She'll be your ride or die. <laughs> She'll ride. She'll rob banks with you. He stuck in there long enough, man. He took every blow that I could have. <laughs> she, you in there, bro? She like, hey, man, I met a good man. Now, if you think I'm lying, look at the relation. Look at the numbers here, and look at the relationships. Look at the relationships. And it's tough because a lot of guys can't flirt this way. Um, A lot of guys think they have game if they can flirt with this, uh, flirt like this. They call these guys games. They call these guys pimps. They call them max if they can be successful at this type of uh, interaction. They're actually great at interacting with women if they can pass these tests. Baby, I already know what you're going to say. What you're going to say before you say it, man. Just go in and sit yourself down. Have a seat right now. Yes, listen, I'm listening to your objections. I hear your voice. I told you to sit down. Oh, you're not going to sit down? Okay, well, listen, we can throw these hands if you want to, and then you'll wrestle with her, and it'll be all cute. She'll love it. She'll knee you in the balls. You'll be like, oh, God, I done told you about kneeing me in the balls. All right, now I'm going to have to pin you down. She's like, pin me down. Take me if you want it. Take it, Daddy, take it. And then all of a sudden, y'all having rough fornication, (laughs) and she loving it, and you're like, take me. I'm yours. And then now you got game. You passed the test. (laughs) Right. You took every blow she had and you actually overcame all the objections. You managed to pin her ass down and she's like, I got the type of man that I wanted and you take it, take it. It's yours. All right. I'm literally sitting here sweating here. So this is the type of interactions. Now, this isn't all this isn't all but you can meet a bougie woman and she can end up having this in her DNA and it could be like, wow. Uh, but um, if you do this and you have the energy and and the uh background to do something like this and you don't have a career, you have a job, you can risk losing your job because she will come up there and make you lose your job if you go left on her. <laughs> anyway, uh that's it for the sisters. Uh I would say there is a sweet spot with them. And the sweet spot with them is that they're, number one, they're very endearing. If you can actually say the right thing to them, you can make one cry and, oh, I'm getting emotional. The problem is, is that same person the next week is a different person. Like, then they're going to want Jody from Baby Boy. Then they're going to want Tupac with a degree. Then they're going to want a good man. Then they're going to want a stepdaddy, a cleanup man. Then the next week, they're going to be in these streets. In the street? You don't know what you're getting from them in this Like Oh, boy. And they have a sense of independence, which is actually very false. I mean, it's the falsest of any one of these particular groups of people. It's super duper false. It's super duper false. Like, uh, guys, just think about this. I want you to think about this. And people think that they can be endearing. I want you to think about this. You'll have a woman. She'll be in her 40s, 50s, and 60s. And she'll still have... Somewhat, some sort of jealousy or vigor against some man she was with 26 years ago. Mm. 26 years ago. She'll still be jealous. She'll still be like, oh, I hate that man. Remember Della Reese? Okay, so the idea, people think I'm caping for them. Remember Della Reese's character in, um, in, in Harlem Nights. Think of Della Reese's character in Harlem Nights. She was very abrasive. She had a wall up. She cursed dudes out and all of that. And then guess what? When they went, when when Quick went over there and he kind of (laughs) apologized, he was, (laughs) I love that little boy. I love that boy. That's the stuff that they do. But you got to put up with tons of bull crap before you even get there. So that is the prototype that I'm talking about. They put up all these walls, barriers. They make everything hard, communication hard. Everything's hard. But if you stick around long enough, you can whittle down right over to the core of her and get to her. Most people, yeah, uh, shot off his pinky toe. They went to the whole thing, shot off his pinky toe, She sh- or he shot off her pinky toe. Um, Don't pull your gun on me. And she pulled the knife out. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, that's the prototype people don't know what I'm talking about but that's what it is and there's some guys that are that don't have nothing going for them long enough they can get to her core guys that have stuff going on they don't have time to get to her core and they struggle in this aspect all right so um we talked about them i know people wanted me to uh, bury them but i didn't bury the other ones did i uh you guys buried them enough they pulling up lame uh, let's do the last one, which would be, uh, oh, we're going to the Ling Ling. I know some people want me to do the Middle East. Uh, we're going to go to Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan, uh, Boulevard. Boulevard. Hard on the Boulevard. By the way, that's one of the two shorts ba- favorite songs. Somebody says, what about African women? African women, we, we really just dealing with American women. So we can't talk really about really about African women and whatnot. Uh, Let's see here. Jackie Chan Boulevard. Well, um, first of all, I think more than any race of people, um, they tend to stick to their own race exclusively. So it's almost difficult for you to get in interracially in with this group. Of course, there's exceptions to the rule, but mostly, especially if they're first, second, third generation, you ain't getting in, right? You are not getting in. You're on the outside looking in. Uh, But when it comes to them, I would say out of all of these, you're going to get the most traditional out of them. Statistics back this up. You're going to get the most tradition. So if you're a man from this community and you are building a family in this community, many times you're going to get the. um, The 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 marital loyalty that you want, you're not going to get her skipping out on you or him skipping out on. Now, they're going to cheat on each other. He's going to cheat on her. You know what I mean? And they they will pay the little girls. You know what I mean? Like in their culture, they'd be like, hey, I was in Hawaii and I had me some fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Japanese businessman going to Hawaii, he was like, I'm going to go get me some girls. That's part of the culture. <laughs> Where are we at here? So we got the most traditional out them. Statistics back that up. If you guys want to see this right here, if you look at the chart uh, in terms of marriage and traditional, that backs up um Use of government and divorce and all of that, not so much. You're not going to get that fighting, knockdown, drag out custody BS over there. You're not going to get that divorce. I mean, of course, they're going to be there. You're not going to get that. Um, you're not going to get that. I'm dragging you to family court. All of that stuff can be handled culturally and with family if it even goes to that level. Uh, most of the time, he gonna leave with his tail tucked between his legs. Sometimes the culture is the man gets the custody outright. There's no challenging it. And she just gonna be forever done hit the wall. All right. She ain't never marrying up again. Uh that you got that aspect of it. But in terms of depending on government, dragging you out, putting you on front street, and being the victim in that, not so much. Not so much. Um, they're gonna be less. With this drive to I'm going to up you one up you in the eyes of the public, meaning I'm going to show you I'm going to belittle you in the public and make you less of a man type of thing. Like my, I'm going to have a better job than you and I'm going to do this and you're just going to be a pe- there's going to be less of that over there, but there's going to be competition like she's going to want to work and she'll have a job and she'll even be a doctor. But when you come home, you can't even tell you wouldn't even be able to tell in the neighborhood. um somebody said tech lead is getting great yeah of course you know because he had a lot a lot of money Uh, when it comes to this uh i think this particular group could do more of their damage beyond closed doors you're not going to get that in the street knock down drag out it's going to be behind closed doors and less confrontational they're going to do their damage behind closed doors so when you get home they're going to do their damage Um, if you do try to do interracially, you just gotta know where they're from. Some people, some of them don't do any of the interracial things, so you can forget it. You can forget it. Like I think China, Chinese, that's probably not gonna happen. All right. I don't think you going down like that. But um, they're not they're not gonna reveal their hands very much. All right, they're gonna be less understood because they're less of an open book. They're less of an open book. Um, and they actually represent, uh, Chinese people actually is the most, I think, um, numerically they're the most populated culture or ethnicity in the world. Uh, but they don't play their hand. They don't reveal their hand too much. You're not going to hear much. I do this and thump their chest. They're not going to reveal like, uh, you're going to have to read them. You're going to have to be very good at reading them. They're least likely to use government for protection. Uh, they're going to use their family. Typically you're going to be petite, typically going to age well um, and all of that stuff. Uh, typically if you're a dark skinned American, you're probably not going to be successful over there. Typically they typically lean towards in terms of the female, they're going to tend to lighter skinned men. Um, if they do have black men, they're not going to be Wesley Snipes black. They're going to be light skinned Uh, skin, skin in their culture is a big difference tends to be unless you're dealing with darker skin. Asians and then they'll be more open to you but if you're dealing with lighter skin Asians not so much Um, they tend to protect themselves away from growing uh getting darker you know wearing gloves umbrellas and all of that stuff Uh, so you got to come up with that idea so I know a lot of guys would be like go to the Philippines go to Taiwan but sometimes even then you're gonna kind of struggle you're not gonna get the open you're not gonna get the open arms that you would get if you were say a gringo if you're a white American that goes over there you're a white American is you're going to run through everybody. All right. But when you're going over there, darker skinned American, you still got to, you still got to navigate. You still got to be like, it's still like a rough landing. So, but um, it's not hundred percent. That's true, but it's true. You still like this topsy turvy when it comes to that. So, I mean, there's not much to say about them because they cannot uphold the stand standard of the family more times than not. like, how how many times, how many times somebody says young Jeezy got a Filipino, but what, but, but, but what happened when, before she got young Jeezy? It's on record that she said she would never, what did she say about black men? Young Jeezy, what's young Jeezy's girl's name? This is an example of what I'm talking about. And when did he get young? When did he, he go get her? What, what, how old was her? How old was her? How old was she when she finally was like, I'll take him? And he was rich. Mm. Jenny Mai. Jenny Mai. That sounds like a, like a, <laughs> I can't even. G- is it Ginny Mai? Uh, G- Gina? What's her name? Jeannie. Hold on, I got it wrong. This is what she said about black men. Allegedly. This is going to probably prove my point. Let me see right here. Well, it says right here, this is what she said when she was in her 30s. She said, Jenny, my fiance, wait, do you want me to sit right here? this is what she said uh, years ago. She said she, this is what she said here. Wait. Uh, let me go. Let me get the quote. Let me get the quote. I got to get the quote. Somebody says it's not allegedly it was on her show. I gotta get the exact quote. Sorry. I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah, I mean, she said it on her show. What did she say here? On the talk show, The Real, Mai was asked what her ideal man is, her ideal type. And she said that she loves black guys. She went on to say that she likes her uh she likes her dark meat on the side, and white keeps her mean and lean. The co-hosts, along with the audience, were completely shocked. They felt she was saying that a black man would never be enough for her to be her husband. It would only just be a side piece. And she defended her statement. Of course, she had other uh, people defending her statement. It says right here, co-host Tamar Braxton was visibly bothered by my statement. She said, you like a main man to be white, but a side piece to be dark. All right, and let me just say this. Um, I'm I'm not mad that she said that. I'm not the type of guy that gets mad that she said that. However, when I say she selected a guy when by the time she didn't hit the wall, she was 40, 41, 42, and she went and got a rich dark man, then I go. Mm. <laughs> Right then I go. I don't take it personal, but then when I'm telling you these facts, and people are like, "No, nah, look at Jenny Mai and Jeezy," and I go, "Was she with Gin- Was she? Was he with Jenny Mai when she was 20, 24, 25?" Nope. She was. He was with her. He had to get her when it was late in the game on her side, and she was in her 40s and she needed a baby, and she then got divorced. Yeah, when she was washed, and he was rich. He was a Rick skin. <laughs> what about you? What about you, uh, snigglies? Sniggling. What about you? You ain't getting her. No reason she went with him at that point late in the game because he was smitten. He thought he got lucky. Again, that's that idea. You're pedestalizing people that in other people, in their culture, they're like, what? You you being seen in public with her—that's another example of what we just talked about in in the culture aspect of her own people and white men. They ain't even going for her no more. <laughs> They're like, you can have her, son. You can have her. So you're pedestalizing her. You think you won in life. You think, and you'll say, she's still attractive. She's still hot. She's rich. Well, rich white dudes ain't going for that. Rich black, rich, rich Asian dudes ain't going for that. But you, the only chance you got with her is because you rich. So, um. and anyway, anyway, do we need to do middle to women? We're not getting a lot of, uh, what do you call it? Contributions, but it's okay. She was done with the jerks. He says, you don't know where coach. coach, our love is different. Yeah, they fell in love. I don't know. But I guarantee you, she could not go back to her culture and pull a top guy. But she went to the black culture after saying it was beside me and pulled an economically top guy. I'm not hating on her. I'm not hating on him. I'm not hating on her Her. Her. Her thing. But the facts are the facts. Let's stick to the facts. The facts are the facts. <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, Middle Eastern. We'll we'll do this really quickly. By the way, this stream is probably gonna get pulled down and it's gonna be by me. I'll have the audio up on SoundCloud tonight. Mm. <laughs> there will probably be no playback. Oh, playback will be on Patreon. Uh let's see. This is too risky. You see, I'm sweating. What's on with my air conditioning, bro? This is absolutely ridiculous. Uh let's see here. Where we doing here? We're going to What street are we going to? The Kardashian. Uh Kardashians. Oh, I'm going to have people. No, they white. Armenians are white, they're Christian. Oh, I can't even do that. We'll go to Middle East and we'll go to uh we'll go to do do Dubai. Do do Dubai Avenue. All right. Um just so you know, uh when we're talking about people that are within their own culture, If you're going to mess with Middle Eastern women, Uh, Middle Eastern women, typically, if you're they're not fooling around, there's a big amount of shame of fooling around. Now, if they're going to fool around, they are going to be absent of their father. They got to be completely absent of their father. All right. So you're messing when you talk about people from Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia. We'll even throw in Israel in here because that would be close to that area. So you are talking about that. We'll talk about Jewish because I dealt with a lot of those people in high school. Uh, going into the Conejo Valley, you deal with a lot of people who are going to be less than Orthodox. But uh, if you're talking about Orthodox, you're not, you ain't getting in there. You ain't getting in there, Sean. All right. You're not getting in there. You're, you're on the outside, even the less than Orthodox ones. You barely getting in there. Marry you a nice Jewish man. You might hit the skins. All right. You might hit the skins when they're young, but you ain't getting in there marrying one. I mean, unless you're Richard Pryor or somebody like that, and you ain't getting in there. You're not getting in there if you're on the outside of the culture. You're you're not getting in there, bro. All right, it's going to be tough because they have family. They're, they're another one that have super-duper family, like, everywhere. They got cousins everywhere. They're like um, Samoans and Pacific Islanders. They all kind of cousins, you know what I mean? <laughs> They'd be like, that's my cousin, and that's my cousin. Cousin is like a close- close family relative like it doesn't mean blood cousin all the time but everybody's a cousin and the cuz and all that stuff and you're like damn how you a cousin how you a cousin like how many of them but uh with them middle eastern people if you talk about people from saudi arabia if you talk about people from iran iraq um i know some people very close to me that are from I- 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 iran and they're always wanted to invite me there. very close culture you rarely find interracial dating there i actually i know a, a male guy from iran and he married a black woman. But their marriage was toxic. <laughs> I mean, toxic. Because he wanted to pull that. I'm the man. And, and, and then he married a black woman from, um where were they from? Like, Louisiana? She. Mm. Toxic. That was a culture clash. And they both were highly educated. And they both were had the suburban life. But, she. I was like, I don't even know how you get any peace league, bro. Out of her. There's no way love them too. love both of them. I love the woman. And um, she was one of those high upscale, highly. I think she had a PhD. Where's my where's my Kevin Samuel? She was like a PhD Um, successful. She's a doctor. He's a doctor. They have multiple kids, all boys. I'm really whittling it down. So they're going to be like, why are you talking about me? but he married a louisiana southern black high level sec oh i don't know what he was thinking i was like bro she was beautiful too she was a i mean i knew her when she was older i'm pretty sure and she was beautiful then so i'm sure 20 years late 20 years prior she's gorgeous i've seen her mom i've been her mom gorgeous people like a creole type looking woman uh very sneaky very, very sneaky type woman, right? She's one of them. She was the one, she'd stir the pot. And uh, but she go over here, she give a little bit here, she go over there and stir the pot, she go there. Oh man, she's a man. But I was like, I don't know how he doing it. But anyway, that's neither here or there. Yeah, she probably used a fraternity. Uh when it comes to if you're gonna be, let's say you're interracial, because this is kind of how we're dealing with it. So if you're in your culture, the men typically have a certain place. Um, there's typically going to be a loyalty there. There typically can't be a damage of reputation. Those men typically aren't going to deal with leftovers. The idea of them taking leftovers is almost slim. The nun and slim just die. The there's never going to be a single mother promotion in that culture. You're never having it. All right. If you get the, if she gets divorced, odds are it's a rapsky for her, All right? She ain't getting back on the marketplace and odds are he'll pay. He'll pay her to go. I'll pay you $15,000 a month. Um, and he's not gonna get dragged the child support. They ain't going through all that, all right. But he gonna pay. He gonna pay. And typically, just to deal with them, um, if you ain't got no money, you can forget it. <laughs> if you don't have any money and you're messing with anybody Jewish, Middle Eastern, Iranian, Iraq. Uh, Persian, that people from Afghanistan, mostly not necessarily Afghanistan, but Persian. If you don't have money, forget it. You don't have to have money. I got money. Money. And not no new money. <laughs> not no I got made YouTube money. That ain't going to be sufficient. You're going to need money like you never understood money. Especially if she's a young chick. She's a young chick and you think you're going to run up and run game on a Middle East? That's going to be my challenge to game artists. Let's go to Irvine, California. I got a bunch of Middle Eastern friends. I want to see y'all run game with their cousins sitting right over there. I'll wait. <laughs> you ain't getting nothing put down. You ain't putting nothing down on them. Zero. You ain't getting nowhere. Your game gonna come to a screeching asshole. <laughs> All right. Scrap! You better have money. I got money. You better have, you better have, um, G-Wagon money. Yeah. Oh, Oh, dude. Yeah. The potential lady. You better have G-Wagon money or it don't even talk. Don't even open your lips. Don't even part your lips. You better be, somebody said, Aladdin magic carpet buddy.
1: You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it, okay? Because I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. I'll meet you at the end. Let's let's exchange numbers when you're the CEO, okay? Potential, a lot of that. My heart, yeah, it just vibes with what's happening now, you know. Potential, of.
0: Now, not only that, like you're talking about people, even from Northern Africa, Northern Africa, even the guys that uh you guys were talking about the, we were talking about the Somalian chicks, and uh you guys were calling them the. I can't remember what you call them, particularly a sect or a culture in the Somalian chicks. They're, that's the same. You put them, those are Middle Eastern chicks, <laughs> right? Those are Middle Eastern chicks. What do they call them? I can't remember. So Northern Africa, Egyptian, Somalia, that's all Middle East. They just throw them in there, bro. Uh, Iridian or Iridian, Iridian, there's another word. It begins with an H. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, even well, Moroccans tend to be not as on the high on the H- Habisha, Habisha, Habisha. That's that's throw them in the Middle East. That's that's what they, they that's the same thing. You better have money, bro. I got money. Forget it. Absolutely, forget it. Don't no. Don't. There's no cold approach. All <laughs> right, There's nothing. Now I will say this. I've messed with a couple of Middle Eastern chicks, even to a couple of Jewish chicks. Um, when it comes to that at some point you can be with them per se. You can be with them and you might get with them and it might be, but it's going to be under cover. It ain't going to be, you're going to embarrass them and call them all kind of skeezers and all that stuff It's going to be under cover. You might mess with them and then see they family. They going to give you a look like this. Don't say nothing. Don't tell him nothing. You never knew me. We business partners. Don't say nothing. She gonna look at you like this. She's gonna bring you to the family party. Uh he's a photographer. He's a longtime family friend photographer. Don't say nothing. Don't tell him. <laughs> undercover they ain't gonna put that because really if you think about some of these things they have in their culture like honor killings and they're they cannot ruin the reputation of their women not at all unless she's older she's like 60 or 50 she's somebody's aunt she'll be open and she'll be she'll be reckless you know what i mean she'll be reckless but do not think you're going to be running game and putting them out on the street and call them all kind of straggle daggles now people are saying what about Mia Khalifa what about Kardashians well they exam- they're prime examples look at what happened to Mia Khalifa just what she represented they was ready to take her head off they was like you doing what they was like get get her they I ain't they ain't playing no games like like who daughter is that Sean? that's your daughter hey man go get you see They ain't got that, t- that. Their culture doesn't permit their women to be out there like that. So if they do, if you do cross that cultural line, um, uh, what's going to happen is you're going to have to have some money dealing with them. Even the, the Jewish girls, like the suburban Jewish girls, what they would call Japs, not J- Japanese, but Japs. They call them Jewish American princess. They call them that for a reason. They ain't messing with no straggled dudes. They'll say, I'm a Jewish American princess. You're not messing with, you're not gonna mess with them. You're not getting in there. You ain't getting close to their family. They family ain't gonna do. And if you marry one, you're changing gods. If you're marrying them, you're changing their God. That's that's your God now. <laughs> so if you think you go get in there and be like, nah, I'll keep going over here praying the cheese, they're gonna be like, No, you ain't. Your God is over here now. You better learn. They put that Yamiko on you. This is your God. <laughs> this is where you report to. Uh, anyway, so uh, anyway, <laughs> let's get it. you changing your God. You ain't coming here. Well, let's have a debate on the validity of your religion. You out? Mm. They they not having that. They like we the chosen ones around here, Sean. And I know the pro the Israelites going crazy right now the Israelites are going coach. (laughs) They like Shalom around here. Shout out to the Israelites. Somebody says disrespect. If you want disrespect, if you're, you're done, you're literally like, they, they like, okay, get rid of him. All right. Anyway, man, uh, how do they treat their own men? I actually think um, behind the scenes in, in this particular group, this culture, I think their men don't get good treatment. Overall, but in, in essence, they know where the line is. They know where the line is. Like they'll disrespect and they'll act like spoiled and they'll be like, you got to do this. And if you don't do this, I'm going to spend your credit card and I'm going to buy a G-Wagon overnight on you. And the husband will like, who bought this G-Wagon outside? And she'll be like, I bought it. You know what I mean? And <laughs> Why did you do that? I was saving that money to invest in an oil company in Texas. You know what I mean? And they go back and forth. They might do some crazy stuff like that. And she might talk reckless about them after five kids and whatnot, but she ain't going nowhere. She ain't going nowhere. She's staying right there.
1: And that's you.
0: (laughs) They be fighting in the middle of Newport coast. Who bought the second home in Irvine? I did it. And it's about time that you let me spend all my money, (laughs) all your money. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway. They'll, 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 yeah, they will be reckless. They'd be throwing around money. All right, what are we doing here? This is the end. All right, what does the poll say? Uh, it says uh, Asian women for the win. Asian women for the win, 48%. You're getting them treating men a little bit better, uh, whether it's interracially or they're same men. People think, that they, uh, <laughs> people think that they are treat their men better. Latinas coming in second. Uh, the white women, man, what happened to the white folks, man? They came in third and not very much higher than the, the sisters. The sisters came in last, but American white women, y'all got some work to do. I think what's happening is they're falling in line, kind of where the sisters are going. So the sisters came, he says, really, he says, coach major was really creative writing. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Uh, I'll end the poll right there. And then let's go ahead and end with the last couple of super chats. And then I'm going to get out of here and have a little fun tonight. What do we got here? Oh, we, we got some here. Acido Rusco, shout out to you. Shout out to the notorious one. Appreciate you, Acido, in the building. Thank you for being here. Ava returns to Eden. He says BWs will sell anyone into slavery to get a white man. Uh, that's interesting. I think uh, the problem they have on that one, I think the reason, I don't know, this could be a stereotype. I think the reason that they want black men is because they can keep their dominance over them. I think what happens is they'd have to give up major league independence to go get a white guy. I don't know if they, they'll they say I'm not attracted to white guys and all that stuff, but I think deep down inside, they can't play the same game and be independent like that with white guys. They got a total line, right? And they can't play government politic game and they can't play plantation politics. So this is why they tend to be like, I'll just stay with brothers and I love brothers and all of that stuff so um they can't be themselves they can never be themselves again i mean um in a a greater sense that's what happens to black men who date interracially too you gotta uh, the, the black culture in our country is weak it doesn't represent anything there's no traditional there's really no legacy there's no family energies there's no culture there's no traditions there's uh there's nothing people can't we can't even agree well what our music is and where we come from and it's completely disoriented and you can say you can blame whoever it was but 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 um you know the reason why we're here in the position we're in is because there's no unity there's no togetherness there's no bar mitzvah there's no ketan yetta there's no promotion of our young men into manhood there's no promotion of our women into womanhood other than pregnancy There's nothing. So then when you go to across the the board to anyone else, you got to adopt their culture. You got to adopt their God. You got to adopt their ways. So you have to lose who you are. That goes for men and women. Somebody says Sweet 16, very rarely participated in in that culture unless that culture is rich, unless it's ludicrous's daughter. So... You know, I'm saying like if it's Ludacris' daughter, then she'll have a Sweet 16 and he'll bring in a, a Jeep Cherokee. Here it is, baby. You know what I mean? And she'll be like, oh, thank you. But if it's you in the hood, you ain't got no damn Sweet 16. And somebody said Afro-Caribbean, Afro-Caribbean is different. Anybody that is not what they would call a, what, what is Tyrese, Tyreek, what's his name? We just talk about him today. See, I can't even remember these people's names. Whatever the guy's name is, um, he calls them FBAs. I don't know what it is, but um, FBA. Uh, people who are not FBA, meaning they're Nigerian, they're Caribbean, they're, they're people who came into America not under the guise of descendants of slaves. These people are a different culture than African-Americans. They're completely different. They're different culturally. And I'm not saying that's a negative or a positive. They're just different culturally. They are not adopting your mindset and um, they have their own culture. Yeah, when they come here, they ain't bringing your they ain't they ain't assimilating to the black culture. They may look black. Tariq Nasheed. Thank you. I don't want to disrespect his name. He calls them foundational black Americans. They come into this country and they have their own culture. Now, every now and then, when it's time for they has to slide over and participate in your culture. Let me give you a prime example of this um the example is in hip hop music and it's been in this hip hop music since forever but what will happen is let me give you like kind of biggie biggie smalls biggie smalls so biggie smalls he was like african american until you realize his mama was like from jamaica she was caribean and a lot of hip hop artists will be doing that they'll be like yeah you know we we african american we black and then they be they'll jump right into Bumble clock they'll jump right into uh jamaican speak just like that just like that. Just like that. Because they remember they their family, their mom and dad talk like that. So they can mimic it right away. That's when you know they're not a part of your culture. But they, they have their own culture, but they'll assimilate into your culture. But they have their own. <laughs> mm. They have their own thing they're doing. They'll come back and benefit off yours the foundational black Americans. But when, if it ever came down to it, if it ever came down to it, they'll never claim that they're you. (laughs) They'll never be like, we the black folks. They will never do it. If it came down to it and it was like, take the mark of the beast, claim you black. They'll never do it. They'll be like, nope, I'm from the Carry beans. I ain't them. I'm Jamaican. I'm a Haitian. Uh, Look at Kamala Harris. They'll be like, Nope. (laughs) It is what it is. They'll go right back to shuffling. You'll be like, hey, um, ain't you one of those? You ready to get your reparation check? They'll be like, man. I can do some shuffling too. Look oh, out, man. What, what you gonna, gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yep, it'll be a Rapsky and you realize where you at. You you at the tail end of the t- you at the tail end of the dog. All right, let me uh I gotta finish this up. Yeah, Rihanna, just look at it, man. It, they're bigger than you. They're, they're their culture has assimilated bigger than you think. And you claim you latch onto them in our culture, you be like, oh, they're one of us. Please don't stop the music. She'd be like, mama say, mama say, mama, kusa, mama say. <laughs> yeah. They'll tie they'll go shuffling on your ass and they'll just be out. No, and they'll but but let the repar- let the reparations check get cut. They're going to be in the line. I wish I had an accent. They're going to be in line for they check. I wish I had an accent that I could do it. You know what I mean? I wish I could have had a Jamaican accent. But all I can say is Bumble Clot. They be up there. Hey, what are we talking about Bumble I can't even. I can't even do it. They be in front of the line. Them Nigerians will be in front of the line with a penny loafers in pleated pants a button up shirt with a pocket with a po- with a pocket protector in there with their big glasses on in line standing there with their hand in line what's up brother <laughs> <laughs> you be like bro hey um ain't you from nigeria sean you you ain't not sean yo sean what you doing in the line poppy <laughs> yeah. everything's out here. I can't even do it, man. Okay, let me stop. (laughs) Nipsey Hussle be in the front of the line. His whole family, you like, hey, Nip, uh, I know you was good in the hood and all that. Shout out to Crenshaw. But uh, what's your family doing in the line, Sean? Mm. (laughs) You ain't from here. Get out the line, bro. It'll be a Rapsky. All your check will be gone. You be the last one to get a check. I'll be showing up like this. My parents grew up in Alabama, Arkansas, and Georgia. Oh, they'd be like, no check. We ran out of money. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Somebody says, play the bill. Okay, I can't do that. All right, I'm supposed to get out of here. I got to jump in the shower. Who is this in the building? Eric Powell says, play the video of the big girl that didn't want the doctor. The big girl that didn't want the doctor. Play the video. The big, I don't know who that is. The big girl that didn't want the doctor. Is it the scrum did the Not the belly deli. Hit the like button in here. I'm not sure who that is. The big girl that didn't want the doctor. All right. I got to figure that out. Uh, Sitting this one out says, I want a poly... XX, so bad. Oh, a Polynesian XX, but her Usos got me shook. Oh, that's an oh. We didn't talk about the Polynesian brother there. Shout out to Usos. Um, I will not mess with. (laughs) I always tell you about the Polynesian girl in middle school that had a crush on me. Her name was Tanisha or something like that. This woman was a giant. You know what I'm saying? I was like 75 pounds soaking wet, and she would see me, and she was real crazy. Right, and she had this big old long, long black curly hair. She'd be running after me. I see her coming, i be like, Lord, she had to be you know, like 190 pounds, like she wasn't fat, but she was just like six feet tall. I was like, If you don't get this, damn, she scared me. She scared me. I was like, I can't blend into your family, we'd have midget Polynesian. Mm. <laughs> And then I'll be hanging around with all your boys looking at the Booyah tribe. they would be like, you want to be in the security team with us? I'll be like, man, look at me, man. I look like a shrimp compared to you. The only thing is, they nice as hell. <laughs> they nice as hell. Like, I always said this. Polynesians probably could rule the world if they got angry enough. The problem is, that'll never happen. You know what I mean? Like, they don't get angry. Like, to piss them off is going to take a damn world. You got to piss them off, you know what I mean? And then they'll be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Then they'll be doing their war chat and their war cry, and then you'll be like, okay, we get it. Can't piss them off. They so mellow. They're like the gentle giants of the world. Like, they literally could take over the world. Like, if they was just like, you know what? We done with this. They come over on their boat, you know what I'm saying? And all of them, everywhere, they do their war dance. They put the paint on. They had the tattoos and whatnot. We, everybody would give it up. Okay. It'd be a wrap. Just on sides alone. Yeah, the Haka is on sides alone. They, they, they'd they run everybody out of the building. But, yeah, they don't care about, they're like, we don't need all that. We got the gods of this. We got this. We're good. We'll depend on the nature. We're good. We'll chill over here. We're good. Somebody said bullets exist. If there, if there were no bullets, they would run the world. <laughs> mm. All right. Anyway, so, um, yeah, man. So I don't know if I would do a Polynesian girl wrong either. That's kind of messing your, that's taking, putting your life in your own hands. You mess with a Polynesian girl, you do her wrong. You got to mess with the oos. And that's just too many big people. I think the only thing that stopped them was the bullet. They was like, We got this gun. They were like, okay, we'll just make a song. They get their little guitar. That little, what is that? That little banjo? And rock out. They like, we good. Got a pig over here. Roast that damn thing. Get the banjo out. Let's go. Let's sing a song. You ever go there with the I went to Fiji and they was big? They was big and they was singing like <laughs> the ukulele. They get that ukulele out back back and ling link ling, ling. Moravu band boy, shout out to Moravu Fiji. Um, Native American women. I don't have that much experience with res girls. Um, if you're talking about res res girls, or that's probably what you're talking about. I don't have that much experience with them. I've met a couple like dating app type of thing. It's a culture I'm not really many of us aren't familiar with it. So you would be lost. John says, loving the show. Thanks. you. Thank you for giving the game. By the way, yes, it's going to be available on Patreon. <laughs> Luis G is in the building. Thanks, coach. Hopefully no one's offended. Nick Nicholas B says, call me Nick B. I passed the MLA safe exam today. M-L-O, not this one. New, 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 new world order. Safe. MLO safe exam. Shout out to you. It's an educational test. Is it for teachers or real estate? got to figure that out. I see it's a big test. It uh, looks like it's for real estate. Yes, mortgage. It looks like for mortgage, potentially. Shout out to you. Congratulations for you right there. Russian women, we did not go over Russian women, but we kind of stayed, we kind of stayed with American women. But I could talk about Russian women too another time. I've dealt with three or four women from that type of Eastern European. Um, and it's a different culture, man. It's different. It's different. I think a lot of times they're men, you know what I mean, unless they stay over there, they kind of you know they have problems too. What we got here? Rockaway Rob says, please stop saying Latinx. You don't have to say it for YouTube purposes. Latinx. Rockaway Rob is like, yo, Sean. Who even brought that up? That's like when they put African American on black people. Nobody wanted it. Deadly Ellie says, Women are like Skittles. I want to taste the rainbow. Oh, I would encourage people to date interracially to really understand women. Until you dated interracially, I don't think you understand women. Not as much as you would think. SAU says you're a right coach. My girlfriend tried to knife me. Not kidding. Then I grabbed the knife from her and held her tight. Then we fornicated on, on and on the floor. <laughs> I can't even pronounce all this, but she's she created a massive wet spot and told me she loved me. It's crazy. Then I ended the relationship. So, yeah, I'm. um Yeah. Have you guys ever been on that side of uh uh relationships with women? It's a real thing. And most men don't know about it. Like the real thing about really passionate, uh, physical, dominant, uh, dare I say, teetering on the line of abusive type. Uh, let me give you, I'll play an example. A lot of women have this. And of course, we can also touch on, we're already on a touchy subject matter, but great fantasies. Uh, let me show you an example uh, right here. This would be the example of what he's talking about.
1: Oh, you God. like that? You like that, Tony? Stop. You like that? You stop. Like that. Stop. Oh, you stop. Oh, you stop. You love it. Stop. Stop. That's all you ever want
0: to do, isn't it? Stop. My vagina. Okay, so I'll stop the show here before we really get, you know what I mean? But that's an example. A lot, there's a lot of women who like that. They just can't like that out in the open. It is. That's what we're talking about. So people are like, if you've never been on that side of it and you don't realize because you're like going to experience it, you're like, what is going on? You're like, you're like, what is you're not prepared for this? No one educates you about this. When you were a teenager, you completely missed this. You were never Chad or Tyrone. Chad or Tyrone got this type of interaction from her. You've never seen this before. And now when you see it, you're like, whoa. But a lot of women. Uh, they do this. He says, "One eight hundred, choke me." And and they will be aroused beyond belief. But it will—you'll be scratched and scraped up. You know what I mean? You'll be pulling. You'll be trying to not do it. What are you doing, ma'am? Uh, what is this about? And she's like, "Take me and do this, you dirty nasty." And then she's smacking you and choking you up, and you like what? And she says, "Choke me, get the carotid." You're like, when women start arguing with you, it's kind of like that's what they want to escalate to. You know what I mean? I'm tired of you, woman. She's like, Well, discipline me. <laughs> You're like, Discipline you. Smack me up and do this and take the belt and do me, choke me out. I'm telling you, man, it is a weird thing. That many guys are not prepared for when you get it and you're prepared for it, you know how to do it and you can be dominant over them when they say they're submissive. Many times it's that type of stuff. You when it happens to you, you be like, what in the what did I walk into? Twilight Zone. Shout out to you. He says the worst uh X after 35 are the ones that act like teenagers dressing and going out tick tocking. They look pathetic. And he says, this is why. They only get in a rotation of boyfriends and hookups no longer than a few months each. Yep. And then the guy, they'll break up with that guy, and he's a jerk. And they get exhausted by the jerks, and they have no more time for them. I mean, the the playbook is out here. It's just that you, it's just that men don't have experience. And then when you experience it, it doesn't mean you're successful. So let me just get this straight, because a lot of guys are like, yeah, this is why we teach you guys game. This is why we teach people, men, to do X, Y, and Z. But what you don't understand is it doesn't make you immune for problems. These same things is what Amber Heard did. And look at what Johnny Depp had to endure. He probably, They probably had crazy passionate sex. I'm sure they did with her pooping on the bed and whatnot, allegedly. But look at what, how it escalates. And then eventually you in DV court, eventually you don't got a crime. And then eventually she's like, and I got scratches on myself. And he has scratches from when I did what you got scratches on you from when you were playing and escalating this hypersexual behavior. But then she'll say, I scratched him as a way to defend myself. And now you ask mm. that? <laughs> that's how the court case happens. That's how you lose your job. That's how you get out of your, get out of your apartment. She'll take pictures of herself. Hear me out. She'll take pictures of herself after these roughed up sexual sessions in which she asked to be choked and she'll like, look, I got a bruise right here. She'll have her friend take pictures. Uh, Look at what happened with Trevor, the baseball player from the Dodgers. The baseball player from the Dodgers is exactly what I'm talking about. So their woman like, no, not look up Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. It's the exact same situation. She asked to get roughed up. Then she came back for seconds. She came back from San Diego up to Pasadena. She drove up there twice, asked to get roughed up, got roughed up, and took pictures of the roughing up session and then tried to get him for a domestic violation in which he got suspended from the league for three years and arrested and prosecuted. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so for the people who are like, no, not really. Yes, really. I did two stories on Trevor Bauer, and that was what happened to him. She asked for it. The judge actually threw the case out, but he still got suspended. He actually got cleared because it was evidence of him screenshotting texts asking to get abused and choked and hit and spit and all of that stuff, and it was a Kaylee. She worked at 7-Eleven. It was a Kaylee, a broke one, and then... He got suspended from the league for three years, but was cleared of the situation. Okay. So that's what we have to understand. But I'm not just talking frivolously. And of course, that's one example out of many. But of course, yes, people that do say they get roughed up, sometimes it is from passionate lovemaking sessions in which he asked for it or she was complicit. She complied and she consented, but then she will look. Let me take some pictures just in case I need to use it against this sucker. All right, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Let's get out of here. I'm going to figure out how to pull this stream down. Let's shuffle on the way out. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. Hi, man. What, what you going, going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man.